In the White House, President Eisenhower signs the proclamation that makes Alaska's entry into the Union official, nearly 92 years after Lincoln's Secretary of State bought the territory from the Russian Tsar for $7 million. The Alaska Wild Project podcast is brought to you by the following sponsors. Barney Sports Chalet, supplying hunters with the best hand-selected gear since 1963. The exclusive home of Frontier Gear, built for the rugged Alaskan terrain. Your one-stop shop for all your outdoor needs. Visit Barney's today at 906 West Northern Lights. Arbor Digital, the forefront of digital assets, cryptocurrencies, and wealth management. Providing a low-cost, research-based investment strategy for Alaskans looking to invest their hard-earned money. Visit arborcapital.io today to put your money to work. Tailored Restoration 24-Hour Emergency Home Services. Helping Alaskans restore their dreams since 1972. Services include fire, water, mold, post-emergency cleaning, repair, and remodeling. Give them a call in Anchorage, Eagle River, Matsu, or Fairbanks. Hit them up at tailoredrestorationalaska.com. Total Truck and Alaska Overlander, Alaska's premier supplier for custom automotive accessories and overlanding products, providing all-inclusive rental vehicles and trailers custom outfitted to explore the Alaskan backcountry with a unique and convenient traveling experience. Serrano's Mexican Grill, two locations, one on Tudor, one on Northern Lights. The Northern Lights location has their new tequila bar. Check it out. Also see their daily specials at serranosmexicangrill.com. TheTreehouseAK.com, located at 341 Boniface Parkway, Alaska's own and grown cannabis and CBD store. Ask the bud tender what the strain of the day is to get your 10% off. The Treehouse, where the culture lives. The Connoisseur Lounge, Alaska's premier locally owned and operated cannabis retailer, located in the heart of Palmer, Alaska. Their cultivated products include Snowcap Romance, Aurora Haze, Superglue, and much more. Find them at theconnoisseurlounge.net. AKO Farms, located in Sitka, Alaska, built from the ground up with concentrates as their single motivation, with exclusive products such as their sugar wax, full-spectrum diamond sauce cards, and more. Ask your local bud tender about AKO. Marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit-forming and addictive. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under the influence. There are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana. For the use of only by adults 21 and older. Keep out of the reach of children and marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding. The Bait Shack. Located on Ship Creek upstream of the bridge. Can't miss the bright red shack. They're the go-to fishing gear rental and guide service on Ship Creek tight lines and fish on come hook into the action with them hit them up at thebaitshackak.com snow pro ak your snow and ice management company specializing in business and residential properties they know what it takes to keep your property presentable and safe give them a call for a free estimate at 280-7098 or visit lawnproak.com double shovel cider company located off of arctic and 58th handcrafted Alaskan-made colonial ciders. They also have a tap room downtown on the corner of 5th and E. Stop by today and taste an award-winning cider. The Alaska chapter of Backcountry Hunters and Anglers. BHA is the voice of our Alaskan public lands, waters, and wildlife. Their goal is to uphold our hunting and fishing legacy while keeping our public lands wild. Stand up today and join BHA at backcountryhunters.org. I looked into that. A couple yeah. years ago when I was I was considering maybe like a hog and deer hunt while I was yeah. there. 
which have gotten just like insanely expensive. Um, just got to know somebody. Hawaii? Like, of, all, yeah. of all the states, you got to have a hunter's ed. Uh, is that working over there, Bob? Having the, the headphones like that? Well, it's kind of. We don't want to yeah. mess with your outfit. I know. Like, it's it's, it's, it's kind of like you. the hat, the hat <laughs> is hand in hand with them. Yeah. Okay, I think that's cool. Do you so think you can put, put it on and put your hat over? Probably not. It wouldn't fit right. Oh, that would work right there. No, it won't work that way. I can, look, I can look at his and see that wouldn't work. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, of yeah. course it wouldn't. It's, it's thick. Is yeah. it messing up my hair? Your hair's good. You got a hat. I got a hat. Everybody's got a hat. Your hair's good. Your hair's good. I don't have a lot of hair, so that's, I wear hats all the time. That's why you got a beard. Right. You're making yeah. up for it down there. Yeah. Is that what happened to you, Bob? It just Is that what it, happened to you, it, Bob? It, exactly it goes like this. It just goes right yeah, down. Just straight on down. That's Both right. these guys are like, out. no, I'll figure it out. I'm not taking off my hat. No, I've got, uh, I still got a little on the top. Yeah, I got a little on the top. Yeah, you see it on the sides right there. Nice. <laughs> yeah, good. How bad does that look? <laughs> so good. Actually, man, you got a good look, dude. I mean, it matches well, your whole uh, your whole ensemble. The the platinum F one hundred and fifty outside, the whole thing. Well, you know, I, I got to tell you something. Oh yeah, that just looks great, Bob. He's got a, he's got a nice logo. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like my cheeks are all puffed out like I got peanuts in them or something. <laughs> got peanuts. Yeah, oh, speaking peanuts of that, my son, uh, you know, we drove by the peanut farm. He's like, why do they name it that? And I started to think about it. I was like, back in the day, a long time ago, it was one of those places where you they would have peanut um, can or not really cans, like, like buckets, buckets of peanuts yeah. everywhere, Ooh. and people would be able to just throw them on the ground. And there was another restaurant in town that had it that they I think the Outback. Up. No, no, it was no. another one. It, it was, was like that. Texas. Lone Star. It was Lone right, Star. It was, Lone yeah, it was right next to. <clears throat> What'd you say? Lone Star? Lone Star. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. And they yep. had to uh, stop doing that because so many people are allergic to peanuts. Um, but that's why they, they first that. named the peanut farm because it was one of those places before they built the new the new place. And for people that are new to Anchorage, that new section, when they first built that, that was not the peanut farm. That used to be a strip club called the Showboat? Showboat. The Showboat. Show That's right. And then they yeah. ended up going out of business, or I don't know what happened, and then the Peanut Farm ended up attaching their building and buying that building and making it the sports it, They bar were business. separate, though. Yeah. The peanut Farm was its own, yeah. which is the little cabin on the creek. Yeah. Yeah. It's been there for years. Man, I forgot that that was Showboat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I got in there when I was, I was like 17 once. Well, you had uh, to be 18, I think. I know, oh. but I, I got in there somehow. I don't know. You probably had your beard then. <laughs> I know. I definitely <laughs> didn't. But I might have had like a shitty little like goatee or something. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I, I had, had the, the mustache for sure. Like the little high school Spanish mustache. The fake mustache. It's not fake, but. <laughs> right. Like you were growing it as hard as you could. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> <I'm> just, <laughs> <forcing> <laughs> <it>. <laughs> just like 15 hairs. Come on. You start combing it and it just doesn't need that at all. Yeah, it's just wispy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it used to be when it was, I, th I don't know when it was built exactly, but back in the 70s and the late 60s, even in the middle 60s, you could actually, uh, people would ice skate down Campbell Creek to that restaurant. Oh, really? And they would come in, have their hot chocolate and hamburgers or whatever, and ice skate back home again. 
It was a, it was a smoother ride than Tudor Road was at the time. <laughs> Tudor Road. Oh yeah. Tudor Road was one of them roads where you had a, a bumper sticker that said "I drove Tudor Road." That's right. <laughs> it was so oh, wow. bad. Was that bad. was just yeah. a two lane dirt road? Or yeah. okay, it was a two lane dirt road all the way to all the way through Muldoon and out to uh, Glen Highway. Wow. Yeah, that was one of the main. Yeah, roads. and then it dead ended at uh, International, right? Is that where where Spinard Builder Supply is today? I didn't it dead yeah, end right there. Yeah, that's international. That's oh. where it's at today. Yeah, I think it probably did because I remember the Pines Club used to be right there on Tudor and mm. uh, Lake Otis was the Pines Club. Tudor and Lake Otis Pines Club. I'm gonna have so you move that mic a little bit. Yeah, like right in front. There you go. Oh yeah, Bob. There, there you go. Um, it was, would that be like yeah. where like Golden Donuts is yes, now? Yes, yes. Okay. That used to be the oh, old that's Pines right. Club. That's right. I remember that. Well, yeah. I grew up in that neighborhood there on the highway in Lake and uh, Tudor back in there um, where the Alpine Apartments are now before they were there. That was our stomping grounds, and we used to uh, take our – we used to walk up to Lake Otis and jump in Campbell Creek with our inner tubes and yeah. inner, inner tube on down to um, Peanut Farm. Yeah. And then, you know, shiver back get home. Out, get out right there. Because <laughs> we had no way to call anyone or, you know, there's no cell phones. And we would just, oh. like, come back in our shorts, dripping wet. And, and, and your aqua socks. Yeah, and go do it again. <laughs> yeah. Aqua socks. Aqua socks, man. <laughs> and arm floaties. <laughs> just still on. <laughs> just walking down the road shivering. Oh, maybe some flippers. I, I, I feel like Campbell... Gets so like overflowed and messed up that I don't. I mean, could you could you still ice skate on it? Like, oh, I don't. Old enough? Who knows? Yeah, that was a long time ago for me. So, yeah, I can't, I can't answer. Well, and I think there were, there was just more consistent like hard cold freeze ups earlier in the winter in like the seventies and eighties. Like by October, it started getting cold enough where it started locking everything up. Yeah, you know, it doesn't feel like it does that until like November now. Uh, this year got pretty cold pretty early, it seemed like to me. But It did. It, it, the, the, you know, the weather's changed, but it's changed over the years. I mean, I've been up here almost 60 years now, or a little over 60 years, and it seems like it just kind of is one way for a while. I mean, everybody, when I was growing up going to school, just swore up and down as soon as they got out of school, they was going to California because they were just tired of the rainy summers. Yeah. In the 60s was a rainy, rainy period. I mean, we just had rain all the time in the summertime. Just gray and gloomy all the time. Just drizzle, you know. I mean, yeah. you got a few days, but, but, but look at this last summer. And what nothing nice about that, you know. Mm-mm. Our After, summer was in what? May. Huh? Our summer was in May, yeah. pretty much. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Uh, through like mid-June, and then it was just kind of like mm-hmm. shitty right. after that. Right. That's right. And then it just rained every day. I think it broke a record. Yeah, we did. It's we did. not good for hot dog sales. We've been breaking records all winter, too. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, compared to the, like, the, the summers before where they were hot and dry and the the forest fires were terrible. Right, yeah. it's like pick your poison. Yeah, like, like I was sun, I was I heat? was better off. I thought for me I was better with the rain because my hot my house gets so like miserably hot. And of course, no one has air conditioning in Alaska normally, so I didn't mind the rain. Oh, yeah, it's funny. I, 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 no I, had ten, I had tenants at my duplex, and they were like, oh, "It's so hot. What do we do?" And it's like, "Well, open a window, bro." <laughs> like you know, the best <laughs> thing you can do if you don't have an air conditioner a fan. is a fan. But better than a fan, one of your sponsors on here is uh, Tatered Restoration. Restoration. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So in the restoration business, they have these 
what they call floor dryers. Yeah, yeah. And and they'll put out, I mean, you'd have to buy 10 fans to put out as much air as one of these floor dryers put out. Mm, good point. So, yeah. like when my son. Big he, industrial like blue ones? Yeah, blue ones. Yeah. yeah. Blow you across the room. Yeah. But you could buy smaller ones too, because I bought a red one at Walmart in uh, Idaho from my son that's going to college down there. The, his dorm the first year didn't have air conditioning. Ooh. He's, he's had it every year since, but he didn't yeah, have it. August, then. September is still like Oh, no, it is hotter right? the blazes down there. So, he, we bought one of them man. little things. It was a red one, and man. Everybody, there was four guys in the room. They all took their fans and put them in the closet. <laughs> this thing did the job for all of them, you know. So just kept the place. That's cool the down. way to go, though. Is a lot more air movement, you know. Mm, that's a good idea. Yeah, I need to buy one of those. That's yeah, a good idea. I mean, that would be nice. I mean, every once in a while, we need a fan in here in the summertime. You could try. Uh, well, you try uh, them. Uh, tailored and see if they'd sell one a used one maybe an old one know. or whatever That's well they would probably idea. sell you a used one for what they pay for them and then they just buy a new one yeah you know yeah or, or what they, you know for cost or something you know yeah it's called a floor fan yeah they're well they're called uh, dryers is what they're floor called. dryer okay it's a floor dryer yeah well that's a good idea floor dryer gotcha people were doing some like crazy weird shit with like ice blocks yeah well, there is the buckets and like the ice fan, coolers fan in the ice yeah yeah I, I don't quite understand what they were doing uh, some it, guy tried to tell me how to i was how you cool your room down i'm like well, yeah i'll get through it <laughs> yeah uh, good fan work yeah but you know costco had those 400 hundred dollar air conditioners mm-hmm. they were great done probably uh, oh yeah those things yeah. Sell fa- sold out sell out fast yeah well, they had them. They, they, they've had them less. Those the, one, the ones you put in the window, or the ones that are just like well, off on the side and has the tube that like rolls yeah, the up tube the that them. you put out, and it's pretty easy to you know because it's got a thing that you can put the little uh, deal on, you know, so it's like the adapter the to the frame to your window, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a piece of cake to use, mm. you know. So yeah. yeah, well, maybe we'll have you know a use for those this summer. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> you, never, you never know. Hope so. Yeah, it'd be nice for a little bit warmer, at least in July. When July's shitty, it's kind of like feels like a bummer because once July passes, it's like, oh man, like that's it. August <laughs> can be nice, but it's never going to be like June and July. Yeah. So once it's passed, yeah. if if it wasn't nice, you're kind of shit out of luck after that. Yeah, I think if you got visitors coming up, I always say June. June's yeah. the month to come. Mm-hmm. That's when the fish start running, yep. and the weather's normally the nicest around that time. July can get iffy. August, it's going to be raining. Yep. Yeah. Um, anybody listening, tonight is the night, um, or if you're listening on Saturday, Monday is, if you're listening on audio, tonight is the night of the live podcast at the Palmer Air House. Um, it is going to be from 6 to 8. Um, we're probably going to be up there a little bit earlier and a little bit later. Um, BHA is throwing this event with us. They have their own beer that uh, – Bear Paw um, Brewing Company brewed for them. There's going to be a big giveaway out there. Um, if you go up there and you buy a raffle ticket or you buy a beer, you get a raffle ticket. I forgot how they worked it out legally. Um, but there's going to be some beer and there's going to be some raffle tickets. Um, we're going to have a big group of us going out there, so we'd love for you guys to join us, um, do a little greet and meet and, and support BHA, sign up for BHA, and uh, we'll have some some of our merch out there if uh you haven't picked up a hoodie or a shirt or something like that, we'd love to see any of the audience out there at the Palmer House uh, Monday night, January 16th, 6 yep. to 8. Yeah, so this will air that Monday, s- That Monday, but the YouTube will be Saturday, so you'll 
That'll yep. be over the weekend, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm stoked about that, man. Been sending out the text messages and letting the crew know. Come out and check it out. You ever been out to the Palm Real House? Yeah, I was just there two weeks ago. Cool. Yeah. I think I got the cold room. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. Two weeks ago, it was really cold, though. It was It was very freezing, cold, yeah. freezing That's cold. an older building. I don't think it really maintains a, yeah. a of heat. Yeah, a lot know. of windows and... Well, you got that. Too. Yeah, but then you got the workers that are working around, and they get hot, you know, uh-huh. and then you got the customers that come in, and they're cold, so yeah, you can't have customers. That they do it, but, I mean, they're sitting there in their jackets and eating. Yeah, <laughs> You know, that's, that's true. kind of an uncomfortable that, Yeah, I see that a lot in restaurants in town. Plus, is that just kind of an Alaskan thing? What's that? Like, just seeing people sitting around with their jackets on eating dinner. I mean, I see it all the time when I go into places. I see people sitting there with their jackets. And if it's cold in there, I get it. Yeah. But it feels like most people sit down and, like, they're just comfortable just staying in the jacket. And and I'm like, man, take your jacket off and stay a while. Like, it's... Yeah, a lot of people are like that. I, I think, I mean, I don't know. It depends on where you're sitting, too. Like at the Moose's Tooth, you know, you could sit by a doorway and yeah. really get cold. Or you could, you know, get a nice booth, you know. Sure. Yeah, uh, belly up, right? Yeah. I, are you a regular over there? Yeah, I am. You are? Okay. I, that's... I uh, where? Moose's Tooth? At Moose's Tooth. And you belly up? I belly up. Your <laughs> belly up? Belly up? To the, <laughs> belly no, up to no, the no shame. I love a good Pipe belly up. Out. Well, I've got, oh, <laughs> yep. is, that, is that your brew? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's yeah, well... They I'm, probably know as soon as they see you walk in, they just start pouring. <laughs> well, I had I got to give my, my buddy uh, Wyatt Bonham uh, a shout out. He's a regular listener and, and a fan of the podcast and... He's been a day one supporter of us, um, you know, since the beginning. And he gave me your business card about a oh. year ago. And he's like, man, you got to have this guy on. He's just the coolest <laughs> dude. And uh, it, it, I put the two and two together here in the last week as we were, you know, yeah. looking at the schedule and, and upcoming events, you know, and, and guests that you were coming on. I was like, oh, Bob's coming. And we talked, well, like a month and a half ago or whatever yeah, to get you on the show. And uh, I put the two and two together. I'm like, oh, shit. I bet he's a regular at Moose's Tooth, and that's how he knows yeah. Wyatt because Wyatt goes there every other day or every day or whatever. I don't know who that Wyatt's is. Wyatt's a big, tall guy with a shaved head. He works at, at a body shop. I don't know if you know. You probably recognize him by face. Oh, for sure. Yeah, he's there all the time. His face is on his logo. Yeah, you must know, I do that all the time. I, uh, if I'm there, for example, mm-hmm. I will I will pull out a free sample mm-hmm. and walk up to somebody with a beard, and I'll compliment okay. their beard, and I'd say, "Would you like to have some free beard butter?" And here's a card to go with it. And nice, you know, like at the fair this summer, we did that. I mean, I did ten miles a day for nine days, just walking laps around the fair. Yeah, from oh, the oh, yeah. beer is cooler at this one to the beer. <laughs> <I know. laughs> but, but I mean, it was twenty-seven thousand steps on my iPhone. Wow! You know, a, a day. Yeah. You know, and that's a little over ten miles. Uh, and it was rainy too. Some days was yeah, but yeah. you know, you got to duck in. So, but we handed out two thousand cards. We handed out two thousand stickers. We handed out a thousand samples. And wow! Just really. You know, there were so many people with beards that I literally <laughs> had to Alaska. say, I had to say, short beards in the morning, medium beards in the afternoon, and long beards at nighttime. And then I would turn it around the other day and go the opposite way because I could never remember if I'd already given them one. Funny, because they just after a while just they started blended, looking blended together, running together. Yeah, you know. <laughs> so 
What's your must go? What's your go to uh, food at the fair? My oh, food? Yeah, I take my motor home. <laughs> oh, you don't eat nothing when you're walking around. <laughs> you know, uh, no, not really. Really, I think uh, we've had uh, the corn dogs. Maybe hand dip. Um, you know, when you got one of these, you don't just eat anything. Because it'll, it'll end up all in there. You'll be advertising what you're eating. Right. That's exactly right. It is actually really a pain in the ass. It is to eat with a beard. I, I mean, yeah. I love having one, but I have to. I have to. I was just having a um, a wedge salad last night. Blue oh. cheese wedge. Um, love that favorite salad. And it, tons and tons of blue cheese dressing. I love it heavy. But I had to yeah. wipe my my mouth every single bite because I was self conscious that there was like a drip over here, a drip <laughs> over there, down here. You know, I'm like turn around and talking. And weren't, weren't we somewhere? We're, we're, oh, was, we were at the Palmer Ale House a few weeks ago having a meeting with the GM over there about the pint night and the setup and the whole thing, kind of behind the scenes. And I, I don't know how long I was talking with that damn. Cheese bread chunk. You're like, you're looking at me, looking at me. You're like, like this. I was like, God damn, how long was I like that? Like, tell me right away. Like, don't don't let it drag on like it's going to fall out because it is not going to fall out. Well, my wife does a good job of that. She'll sit, you know, sit across from me and she'll let me know as soon as I have something somewhere, you know. She's your food moderator. But the last, the the biggest mess I had was we went to the movies. (laughs) And I love popcorn. Oh, yeah. So I said, does it look okay? Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So then, then we get out, and we go to a store. And I walk by this mirror, and here's a thousand little pieces of salt everywhere. And I'm thinking, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, well, at what point can you, like, throw it over your shoulder and, like, tie it up and get it out of the way? Not yet. Not Close. Yet. It, it is. I do wrap it around and put it behind my neck when I'm reading yeah. at my time. You how, know. What, how long has this length been growing for you? Uh, three years. Three years and three months. And then you trim up the sides and... I just shave. <coughs> I don't trim nothing except my mustache. That's yeah. the only thing. I, tr- I trim everything else. I've never cut anything else off of it. So, but, you know, beards are, as he probably knows, but, you know, you keep yours, do you keep it that length? Pretty much. Yeah. So, see, it's... Uh, most it's a little beards, bushy right now, though. Yeah, most beards will grow longer right here. And shorter here. Mm-hmm. So, like, this is a lot shorter in here, see? Oh. Yeah, so mine is, too, when you actually, like, yeah. open it up. It's shorter right here. Right. So I fill it in from the sides, like what you're doing. Right. So it's a little bit, um, you know, it's, 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 you just have to let them go. <laughs> you just have to let it yeah. go. That's all there is mm-hmm. to it, you know. And this is the first time I've actually done one where I didn't have a full beard. Usually, mine's like that. But uh-huh. but I haven't even done one of those in years. I mean, I started one about six years ago, but I only lasted about seven or eight months. Then I had to, had to for a How reason. do you grow in from the side, like naively, obviously? Like, how do you grow in from the sides? And like, if you were to want to start a full, <laughs> like blending it? Yeah, yeah, I could do that. It's like growing easy. out a mullet or like an awkward <laughs> haircut. Yeah, you can actually do that pretty easy because a lot of this style of, uh, of a beard, you see a lot of them will have more like what his is on the sides, you know. Yeah. And, and and then it just goes right down into that. See, so it would only take me probably about three or four weeks to have something that would look blend in, blend in a little bit, you know. That's fast. But it is mm. kind of getting thick now, you know. It's building out this way now. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Uh, 
but that this time I just wanted to have the goatee. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little bit bigger than a goatee, but yeah, that's what uh, you know. That's basically what it what it is. So. Do you want to get that to a length, or are you just going till your wife says time to trim? Oh, she did that on week three. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny how it started. I mean, we we went to the. I, I don't always. I didn't always go to the state fair, but three years ago, we went to the state fair, and she says, uh, "My hearing aids are beeping on me." Can you I hear? hear them? I oh, hear I, little, I heard those. I heard it a little yeah. bit too. Yeah, I, I was wondering what that in. noise. I was wondering what oh, that maybe noise was. Yeah. Oh, oh, there okay. you go. Oh, yeah. That's much Sounded like a oh, tweet. Like, like I a thought she was whistling I know. A few times. I, <laughs> I probably was. You can't be talking about your beard like that. I'm a lady that likes a good beard, okay? Getting a little excited over there. Bob. Yeah. Bob's bad. <laughs> so... No, it's bad Bob. <laughs> oh, sure. My bad, my bad. Either way. Bad, either way. bad Bob. <laughs> this lady out in the Eagle River, she writes out a check and says, bad ass. No, I said, don't, don't put bad ass on that. Put bad Bob. She says, I don't know why I want to call you badass. I says, I don't know why either. My mom says, I don't even got an ass. Okay, so I don't know where that's coming from. You know? <laughs> she's, she, and she, every time I go in there, when she buys some uh, more products, you know, she always... Tells everybody around her, yeah. I just want to call him badass. It's <laughs> <laughs> that goatee beard, Bob. Yeah. Is your wife a teacher? What's that? Is your wife a teacher? Yes. Okay. I met your wife yesterday. When? By chance. Oh, yesterday. Awesome. I, w- I was, and this is what I was going to tell you before we started. I went to a uh, training at the school district after oh, school, yeah. four to six. And um, we. Did she, does th- she know you? No. I. Okay. You know, and. and uh, we didn't know each other, um, and she was sitting at a different table, and they were doing like an icebreaker thing, and where you have to build something with spaghettis and uh-huh. and build the tallest tower, or whatever. And I and I noticed her white water bottle had one of your <laughs> stickers on it. <laughs> and you're like, hey. Well, I was I meant to say something, and I saw the sticker, and I was like, well, people have stickers all the time. I don't know if she's connected, but we got into doing the project or the the contest, and we actually won. Your wife and I and the other two ladies that were with us, um, we built the tallest thing. And, and I meant to ask her, I said, I was going to ask her if she was somehow connected to you because it was like the only sticker on her big white water bottle. <laughs> yeah. And I noticed and I was like, we got, we got Bob coming on tomorrow in my head. And I meant to, to tell her that, but then the training went on and I missed my opportunity to talk to her. Yeah. And so then as I was researching you um, today, uh, I saw a picture of her and you, and I was like, "Man, I should have said something." Oh, there it is. Yeah, that was her, so tell yeah. her, tell her I said hello, um, and yeah, well. congratulations on winning the <laughs> the uh, spaghetti noodle tower. <laughs> <laughs> so many talents in the family. Oh, oh yeah, she's yeah. got a lot of talent when it comes to that. Are you a teacher? Yeah. Oh yeah. Where do you teach at? I'm at Wonder Park Elementary. She's what Muldoon? She's in Muldoon. Yeah. yeah. So Wonder Park's uh, Title One school, isn't it? Yep. Yes, it is. How long have you been there? Uh, This is my ninth year at Wonder Park. This is my 21st year in the district. I was at another school. Yeah, I think this is next year is going to be her ninth year period. Yeah. She started back to school. We got married in uh, 2000. In 2001, we had our son Clark. And so she started going to school when he started going to school. Mm. And when he got from Ravenwood in Eagle River. Okay. At sixth grade, he said... (laughs) 
You're not following me no more. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> but by Gotta that go time, work somewhere else, Mom. By that time, she was kind of hooked on the whole thing. Yeah. So she went back to college full time, got her degree, and and uh, has been teaching at Muldoon ever since. Right on. Good yeah. for her. Well, yeah. Muldoon Elementary is that the one if you are heading on Muldoon, right? Nice. South, south nice. of Muldoon, on the right side, kind of behind like Cabin Tavern. Back in there? No, uh, the Cabin Tavern's on the other side. Yeah. Okay, so Muldoon Elementary is the school on the left side behind the, the old 7-Eleven and all that. Yeah, on, um, yeah right. It's back what is that? Three 16th blocks. or whatever? No, Sherry Street or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's back tucked in there. That's Title One school too, isn't it? Yes, yes. it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. Yep. Yeah. They well, had a great principal, uh, Leroy Grant. Yep. Yep. Fantastic guy. I mean, just an incredible guy. Him and yeah. his wife both. They both retired last year, though. Yeah, oh, wow. big outdoor guy. He was my principal actually at Campbell when I was there. Oh, she was. That's right. No, Leroy was. Oh, he was. Leroy was my principal. Um, years back, he used to be at a different school. Oh, oh. And oh. I was at a different school, and he was the principal there for a couple of years before yeah. he moved to Muldoon. And yeah, his wife's the principal too. Yeah. Right. I don't. Did she retire? Yeah, they both. Did. They both did. Yeah. 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 Good for them. They're and man, what a, they live in the valley too. They would drive in every day. Yeah, mm-hmm. he, was, he, was, he was a nice guy. He was a nice, nice guy. Yeah. Super into snow machining and, and outdoor stuff. He, we we know, got along great. With the Title I money, you know, he, he, he knew how to not manipulate it, but he knew how to use it. And he actually got the, he got the funding for a brand new uh, John Deere with a heated cab snow plow with a brush on it and a whole nine yards. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, for the school? Yeah, yeah keep school. it clean. And <laughs> the Title I program paid for it. Yep. You yeah. Know. He was able to uh, make the funds work. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it if he was the one out there. Let me test oh, this thing you out. Know let, me it. Get this, yeah. let me get this sidewalk Wants cleared. Those up. Sidewalks nice and clean. <laughs> yeah. Ain't nobody slipping. He'd be out there. I mean, if if, oh, yeah. if the other guys wasn't doing it, he'd do it. I mean, he oh, he was bet. there every morning at five o'clock. I mean, he he is a dedicated man to yeah. education, and thank you to him for all the work he's done. Um, yeah, he was hard. He was tough, though. He was tough on a lot of people. But he, he was. And you know, the, like the okay, awesome mentor, though. So yeah. many of the teachers, not many, but I mean, there was a few, a lot of teachers that God, I can't wait till he's gone. Yeah. You know. Oh. Now, now they can't wait till he comes back. Exactly. <laughs> My wife said, I hate to tell you this, but he ain't coming back. <laughs> yeah, he ain't coming But he, 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 he drove his ship how he thought it was supposed to be driven, and, and he did a good job. And sometimes that's tough, and you don't realize that. I mean, I've had several, several principals. Um, but you have when you have a great leader like him, yeah. um, you know, it makes a difference. Everyone gets in line. Yeah. You know, and, and then that's the betterment of the, of the yeah. families they, and they the students. They just didn't like that. They didn't like – I mean – it, a lot of it was just so petty, but you've been in it long enough to know how that pettiness comes about, you know, oh, yeah. where it comes from. So the drama and everything, uh, right? But she's she's good. Yeah. Yeah. He was he was a good guy and congratulations to him for cool. for retiring and one day hopefully I'm there too. Oh yeah. Soon enough. Yeah. Uh welcome to Alaska Wild Project episode ninety eight. Um today we have Bob Reynolds from Bad Bob's Alaskan Beard Products. Be bad. Um, an Alaskan tradition. An Alaskan mm-hmm. tradition. Um, you can find uh, Bob's stuff on his website, uh, which is badbobsalaskanbeardproducts.com. Um, we are trying to convince him throughout this show to start his <laughs> social media campaign because as we Bob, to research Bob, you, Bob. you don't have a Twitter, you don't have a Facebook, you don't have an Instagram, <laughs> you definitely don't have a TikTok. <laughs> Tiki-takis. 
Well, <laughs> no Twitter, no nothing. You'll save a whole bunch of steps at the fair with a couple of clicks on uh, Instagram. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> well, I got up. I got the web page up here, and um, there's a where to buy tab on your website. Which your website's awesome. Very clean, simple, cool. easy to navigate. Man, you got your stuff all over the place. Eagle River, Anchorage, uh, Matsu, Interior. Uh, Homer to Prudhoe Bay right now. We got Homer 60 stores, a little over yeah. 60 Holy stores selling. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you just scrolled it. I mean, this thing just scrolls and scrolls. I want to hear the story of Bad Bob. Bad Bob. Oh. Well, let's, let's, let's back up before we get to Bad Bob, because I know that you said that you've been here 60 years. Um in, in, on and off in Alaska, I was as I was looking you up, um, and it said that you moved to here in 1959, and then you went to the Navy, and then you came back. So why don't we start way <laughs> back then when Tudor Road was a dirt road? Yeah, tell us. Peanuts are getting thrown on the floor. Tell tell us when it was just east and west. <laughs> I can tell you when it was just west. It was, I mean, that's, that, right. that's right. It was just west. Oh man. <laughs> East was the second high school. East was the second high school, yeah. Okay. And I think 64 was the first graduating class. Wow. Uh, okay. 97. Right here, T-Bird. You got a fellow T-Bird on your hands. 97? <laughs> yeah. You don't want to say I'm a West Sider. <laughs> Eagle. I'm not even going to say my year. <laughs> Bob, Bob's like, wow, you guys are babies. <laughs> you know, I remember when that school was built, when East High was built, uh, it was a dirt road, uh, let's see, from D-Bar. I, I believe it was from D-Bar down. Because on the yeah. corner of D-Bar used to be a, uh, a racetrack. Is that where the... What the kind of racetrack? Uh, it, was, uh, it was paved, so it was a quarter, quarter track, I think. Where, where the mechanics track, shop and like Marita Sienski and all that were right there? Yeah, most of that corner right there, yeah. Okay. I think a lot of the... Um, a there lot of the, um, uh, there's a gold something, uh, motorhome or uh, trailer park in there. Yeah, Golden Nugget or something? Yeah, the Golden Nugget, right. Mm -hmm. And then that whole trailer court right there, uh, oh. was back behind it. Uh -huh. It was a big area. You know, it was a really huge big area. Yeah. There was I mean, a racetrack right there? Yeah, there mm -hmm. was a racetrack right there. I'll be damned. There used to be one on the corner of O'Malley and Old Seward. Okay. As wow. well. All right. Yeah. Race, racing what? O'Malley and cars. <laughs> well, yeah, but yeah, that's well, all. Like, yeah, cars, was, go karts, like motorcycles. Cars. No, they were, uh, they were actually like a full size thirty two Ford type oh. stuff, you know. Okay, and, hot rod, uh, hot rod type stuff. Yeah, there yeah. was a bunch of guys out on on uh, Boniface and Muldoon. They were old car racers, and, oh. and then they kind of graduated up. Uh, I don't really know if it had anything to do with the Fur Rendezvous, but in the Fur Rendezvous, they also had races downtown. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, cool. Car races. I missed that. Down by the port down there. Yeah, yeah. they built yeah. that track and put the big snow berms yeah. up in the corners. And Well, we had a friend that worked at the railroad, so we used to oh. go upstairs and, and Ooh, get on top nice. of the railroad station and watch them come down that street. Oh, Go wow. right by through and go back up Perfect. again. You know, it was a beautiful best, spot Best view. Be. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was the best view, yeah. Well, that was cool. Yeah, so uh, tell us a lot. Tell us a little bit more about that history. Uh, so, what was it? What was it like growing up back then? What were, what'd you do? <laughs> <laughs> well, we had fun. <laughs> yeah. No, you know, it wasn't. Uh, it's just a lot of, a, a lot of things that are no longer here. Like Sears was a place people went and fished and shot ducks and stuff like that. The Sears Mall used mm -hmm. to be a big old duck pond, basically. God, you know, there. 
same with here out way out here you know i mean mold <laughs> diamond diamond you drive out to diamond and it was all potato fields out there really you know where oh. the um hideaway club is yeah yep. yeah sure well, that do. was the place where everybody <laughs> yep. went if they looked old enough because they had a drive-up window so you could just oh. pull in drive up to that window and, order, and get and get a beer get a case of beer wow yeah so i'm talking about. they were they were pretty well known for they always thought you looked about right <laughs> <laughs> they're known for making a sale yeah that's very similar to the uh you guys probably remember the billiken oh yeah you wouldn't know the billick. You're West Okay, Sider, so that was owned by John and Marie. Yeah. Okay, and... Uh, on D-Bar. On D-Bar. No, it was on Muldoon. Oh, No, it was on D-Bar. D-Bar, right, right behind oh. the Russian Jack Plaza. I'm talking about the theater. Oh, we're talking about the Billick Inn where we used to get beer. Oh. The, the Billick Inn's the bar behind... Uh, it was kind of by Hacienda over back, there. Baxter and D-Bar. Right yeah. there, there, there's Baxter that. and Debar. Okay, yeah. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah the old Billick. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Right across the street there, it's on the same side that the little strip mall's on. Right. You got yes. it. Yeah. Yep, right it was right there. behind yeah, the that. Billick Yeah. No, I thought you were talking about the. Wasn't that the name of the the drive-in theater on Muldoon, the Billiken Inn? Oh, I don't remember the that. Billiken. Man, that's before my. That was time. a totem. Uh, you talking about before totem? Yeah. Before. Oh, yeah. Before to- totem. Yeah. Before totem. Yep, that's I mean, they started time. off as a nice movie theater place, and then they t- wouldn't get no business from drive-in theaters in Alaska. They're not going to get a lot of business. Anymore. No way. So then yeah. they switched to X-rated movies. Oh, nice. nice. And then they had more crowds on the outside of the fence than <laughs> 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 on the inside. Remember that theater when it was there? I don't remember. Because that's where uh, it's it's still a theater out there right now, Totem Theater. Yeah. Same spot right there. Oh, okay. Right on the curb. There's the theater at McDonald's, and there's this big house. Yeah. Well, that big house used to be the snack bar downstairs. Oh. And the people that owned the theater lived upstairs. And then the theater, the screen, the back of the screen, you could see from Muldoon Road. Oh. So you had to be around the back to see. There must have been nothing at that time there. Around that oh yeah, none area. of that stuff was there. Yeah, no, no residential. No, like none of the neighborhoods. Yeah, yeah. Even Muldoon, when it came up, it took that right. I can't remember what street that is. Thirty second or something like Th- some thirty sixth, thirty sixth, uh-huh. and then went back around to Patterson. Yep, and came back out on Tudor Road. Oh, because right there used to be a family in town called the Marinos. Mm. They played hockey a lot. Tony Marino and. It was mm. like five boys, six boys. They all played hockey. Their dad was a. Anyway, they had a big house right there. And everybody okay. said, Oh, yeah, that's where 20 lives, you know, so we don't school around it. But anyway, all dirt road. So when when they built that. There you oh, go. Excuse there me. You when, go. when they built that, I thought you had something wrong with your mouth. So uh, no, no. <laughs> Closer to the mic. Uh, yeah, something <laughs> in the beard. Something <laughs> in the beard. <laughs> so when they built that, uh, I had gone out. I, in, in my family, I was always looking for work. And so uh, I knocked on the door, asked if they had any work. And they said, yeah, we need somebody to dig all these holes Ooh. for these speaker jacks. So I went home, got all my brothers, and we went out there. <laughs> we dug every one of them holes. And it was just a big, it, it, see, it was kind of like a swamp that they covered up. They, they must have drug some ground off or something because I, I don't remember it being really swampy. But it, the amount of rocks we found tells me that they put a lot of gravel in there. Oh, yeah. But that's not a gravel area. You no, know, gravel areas usually are all birch trees, not 
crap they had in there. So, so uh, yeah, I mean, big rocks. I mean, my brothers, they weren't very happy about it. But we, they don't know what they were paying us. I can't even remember anymore. But that's, I remember that. <laughs> Not enough, but it was yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah, and then we had the Coke show. The Coke show? The Coke show. What was that you exactly? Have to get a little bit more right. detail. Kind of like raising eyebrows. No dollar bills, no lines, none of that stuff. Oh, okay. 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 This was uh, across from where the Sears Mall is now. Right across from there is a place, and I think there's still a little building up on top of it. Anyway, it was there by itself, and there was a disc jockey up there, and you could across go. from Sears. So which which side? So Northern Lights. Okay. So on the other side of Northern Lights. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, north side. So north side of Northern mm -hmm. Lights, yeah. And uh, people would come in there. It was still a dirt road. They got their hot rods. They'd pull up to the little speakers. They'd order their food, and girls would come out on roller skates. Or I can't remember if they paved that lot. I don't think – I think Dad it was paved in the end, that. but it wasn't paved in the beginning. So there was no roller skates in the beginning. But I think there was in the end, and I can't really for sure remember that because uh, I'd – I've been to places where they did have roller skates. I'm not really sure if they ever got to that part or not there. And the people that owned that, uh, they owned Park Lane's bowling alley in Mountain View. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Well, go figure. Yeah. And then the guy that was the disc jockey, he later ended up in Kenai. And I think he was in some kind of political something or something. I can't remember what his name was. Hmm. Even. Dick Clark? No, that's the other guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, and then we had a bit disc jockey that came to town somewhere along. Uh, do I have to have these on? No, you oh, don't. No, 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 you don't have to. You you can. I mean, they keep slipping off, and I can hear everybody just fine. Yeah, yeah you, you don't, don't have, have to wear them. them. Yeah, yeah, you no, don't have to wear them. Take them off. off. There you go. Yeah. yeah, that works better for you. So yeah. there was a uh, disc jockey that came to town. I, I, I'm going to say something sometime right around 63, 64, and uh, – he didn't know how to say Spinard. So he would say downtown Spinard. <laughs> and the whole town was just cracking up. Downtown Spinard. You know, everything he did was, and right downtown Spinard, you know. So that was a pretty good little old gig, you know. And then Blaine's Paint Store. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, up on top of Blaine's Paint Store, before they, uh, I don't even know if it was Blaine's Paint Store at the time, but above the, the second floor, or the second floor of that building, they uh, built a dance floor, which was about seven inches off of the floor that was already there. And they built it with a wood that would bounce. Oh, so you and get your just, bounce on Yeah, so you could, it would actually bounce when you're moving. And I, I don't know why they did it that way, but that was a pretty pretty big nightclub type event people oh like to go gosh. to there. I can't remember what the name of it was either, you know. They call that the club. Yeah, the club. Blaine's Bouncy House. <laughs> Blaine's Bouncy House. Were you here in the earthquake? What What's it? that? Were you here in the big earthquake? Oh, yeah. Yeah. 64? Yeah, actually, I was in uh, Mountain View Drive. I was, I was uh, this friend of mine, Donnie Mickelson, uh, he's since passed away, but he, he and I was working in a job. Uh, after school, we were cleaning up construction work, and when we got done with that, we would go to his mom's diner in Mountain View. So you know the little square 25 by 25 foot block building to sell cigarettes that's on the right-hand side if you're heading north going into Mountain View. So you got hula hands, yep. you got the gas station, yes. yep. and and then you got and then you get into the S curves. You got the kitchen, uh, the butcher shop, 
Yep. Okay. And then you got the cleaning company, and then he's right around the next corner right there is this little square building. Yes. Okay, yeah. Okay. Right so, before the ball fields. Huh? Right before the ball fields. No. Nope. Yeah. No. It's the yeah. other way. You're going the other way. Oh. The other way. Oh, okay. If you're going like, west, like, okay. if you're going west and past Hula Hands, you yeah. do a little curve. Okay. And now there's actually two cigarettes. There's like yeah, there a little is. one on the left the street and there's one, one on the right. Yeah. Yeah, the, the one over on the, on the right-hand side heading north, though, has been there the longest. And uh, so his folks owned that. And it wasn't very big, 25 by 25, I think, at the most. Mm. Uh, but it was a little diner, you know. So we went in there. We ordered our food. And... All of a sudden, earthquake started, and his mother had yelled out that the candy machine was falling. And so I kind of turned around. It was one of those old-style candy machines that had the mirror. And you pulled on the button or on the knob, and the candy bar would fall out, right? Oh, like a so old this thing cigarette. Is, yeah, this thing is yes. falling out. So I got out of my chair and went over, and I pushed it up against the wall, and I looked out the window. And Mountain View Drive looked like about a 15-foot swell. It just went like that. I, I, I mean, I was i had no idea what i was looking at at that point in time right i mean uh, the telephone poles were going like this holy cow laying down i mean the whole bowl liquefied i mean mountain view was probably some of the better ground to tell you the truth yep in, in it's, it's up the, on bedrock right yeah, there and mm -hmm. ellendorf is the same way they came in here in the 30s and they figured out where the best ground was and yeah put the base right they here the, they got the good stuff but um the rest of the ground i mean if it wasn't for the timing of the whole thing there would have been so many people die i mean that grade school that fell off the mountain off government hill mm -hmm. yeah. it just collapsed and went on down the only people in it was four janitors or eight and they just ran you know so they didn't get hurt mm. Five thirty-five. everybody was on the road home what was it, it was it was that late in the afternoon? 5.35 in the evening. And it lasted for five minutes. And someone said 5.30, maybe lasted five minutes and 35 seconds or something. I don't know. But That's crazy, yeah. man. A five minute. Yeah. Must have felt like an eternity. You know, my mom. Like it's never going to stop. Five minutes. You, you know, J.C. Penney's is four stories. Yeah. During the earthquake, it was five stories for, before the earthquake. They never rebuilt the fifth store, the fifth floor. My mom was the shoe store manager of the J.C. Penney's store on the fifth floor and her wall was the wall that fell on fifth avenue wow i mean it just so she just it just watched out. it just no she was off that day oh, oh wow thank goodness yeah i mean we didn't all know that because we were you know i had four brothers and a sister and we all were all on this you know yeah just, so in that time and you know i'm thinking about technology and now and like what what you do and it's like you try to call your people and like yeah ham radio <laughs> Ham radio, yeah. and then you drive home, walk home, get home somehow to find out yeah. what else is going on, you know, because we didn't have no communications with anybody. Nope. Phones or nothing like that, you know. Actually, most people, I don't think anybody even knew what happened <laughs> for a while, you know, I mean, for, for minutes afterwards. I mean, I actually originally thought that it was the Army, you know, having another. Doing some training. Yeah, you know, training like was. You know, some big stuff. You know, yeah. And yeah. Then, but but when Mountain View Drive went by like that, I kind of forgot about that idea. You know, yeah. Went there, you know. So so did did anything in that building in that cafe collapse on you guys or nope. did it, it? Same building, same there. Yeah, it's, still there. It stood. It's amazing. You know, a wood frame building is not really that bad. I mean, a wood frame can kind of move a little bit. You know, steel's a little different. You know, steel mm. can. You know, uh, you know, it did like, like, were you guys all here for the last earthquake? And what was it? Yeah. 18? Three, 18. Yeah, 18. Yeah. yeah, November 18, yeah. 
Huh? It yeah. was November of 18. Yeah, yeah, okay. So in 18, the ground was doing this. In 64, the ground was doing this. It was rolling doing that. A totally different earthquake. But it lasted five minutes. I mean, that's a long time to be oh, figuring man. out. The one in 18, I think it was like 37 seconds or something like that. It was not very long at all. No, it was just but jolted there were after, really hard. And then there were aftershocks for days and like weeks. Oh, yeah. yeah. Aftershocks. We could, we could hear them coming. And they would just come down. You could hear them coming. And everybody's trying to decide, okay, am I going to get out of bed again or what? Like how bad do? is it going to be? And it, it would just roll underneath the house and roll around up the street to the next house. Like, yeah. Okay, back to bed, does it? Yeah, I mean, it was just funny how it, it just how it was a, a different, totally different type of an earthquake, you know, yeah. for sure. Would the roll come? Would the too. roll come from the mountains, or was it coming from the ocean? Oh, side? Like the tectonic. Place. Well, I would so it come up to the mountain and then bounce back. Well, I don't know. I, 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 I I've always looked at the damage that was out at Earthquake Park, mm-hmm. and I assumed that most of it. Started that was the epicenter in the Anchorage area, anyway. I don't even remember where the I was going to ask at. you, well, where was that? Maybe look that up real quick. I'm curious on where I'm the actual epicenter yeah, is. I don't remember exactly where that was at. Um, yeah, I, I guess I would have guessed Anchorage, <laughs> it was a pretty damn yeah. yeah. And they actually, I think they put out some numbers that they felt they now that they think that it was a lot stronger than what they had initially, yeah. I've heard it was a 10, mm-hmm. yeah. I've heard a 10. If they had today's instruments. To measure with in the 64, it would have measured a 10. Um, but they don't bother me too much. I mean, uh, because they're over so quick. College oh, so it was really Valdez. close to it was really close to Anchorage. It was in the sound. Valdez. The rupture started approximately 25 kilometers beneath, beneath the surface with its epicenter about six miles east of the mouth of College Fjord. And they're saying 9.2? Is that what I see? No, 56 I miles west of Valdez. Uh, 75 miles east of Anchorage. So it was pretty much in the sound. And then it destroyed a town in California on the coast of uh, California. They're Redding, is it Redding, California? Yeah. Is that what yeah. It was? yeah. 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 I mean, the, the tidal wave that was a result of that. Was it tsunami or tidal wave? Tsunami. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think it was tsunami. Because you know. Valdez, too, got destroyed. Valdez and Seward yep. got wiped I out. I remember right? reading yeah. a but Whittier got uh, wrecked pretty good. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was a pretty sad. Some sad things there that happened in Whittier. Uh, Valdez. It was. Um, I mean, I think there was quite a few people. Most of the people died in Valdez, if I remember correctly. Well, the old Valdez town had to get. That's why that that old town doesn't exist anymore. The original town, and they moved it closer to the mountains where it is today. So, if you guys have been to Valdez, everybody been to Valdez. Yeah. So. You know, you come into town and you kind of go through that, like, those, like, flats. Yep. Yeah. Wet flats and you, like, you come up against the hill and, and you kind of curves into right. town. Yeah. So before that flat on the left side, out on that point, that's where Valdez used to Valdez be. Valdez town, yeah. That's mm-hmm. where the old town was. Well, there's nothing there because it all got washed out. It's like marsh. It, yeah. I mean, there's neighborhoods and, like, some trailers and, like, some people, like, live out there. Um, properties and, like, commercial zoning area. But then... You know, then they moved it over. You just hear the little squeaking sound? No. I do. Yeah. What's that? It makes like, I'm wondering like a, if it's still your hearing aids. Are they on are they in your pocket? Your hearing aids? Oh, it could be. Uh, I think yeah. we were hearing some feedback. Some feedback. Yeah. Really? I don't hear it. You don't uh, hear yeah, it? Yeah, I was hearing it. I, I, I was just, I wonder if I was tripping. 
You could be tripping. Tripping, Bob. <laughs> it's very possible, Bad Bob. He is always tripping. Well, I know the pipes over here on this side. Maybe that's why I don't hear it. Bob, you know we call that thing the old man. <laughs> now I'm really yeah. hearing it. Yeah, it's the Sherman, the old Now do you hear it? I hear oh, yeah. it. Oh, They're whistling. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have this in my Oh, yeah. They're you howling. Get, they are howling. That's kind of crazy how they're... Oh, yeah. Well, it's throwing out a signal, probably catching it on that. No. Yeah, go ahead and Check them out of the window. You don't need those. <laughs> yeah, we got you, Bob. We got you, Bob. Well, if you go there, when you go to Valdez and you see where it used to be, like, there's still some, like, you know, remnants of old buildings. and Yeah. It's like, oh, shit, this wasn't a very good idea to put town here. Yeah, it's like and really close to the, the title. Ta- same with Val- or like with Whittier, right? Those end up being the coolest towns, and it's like, but they're the ones that are the most vulnerable yeah. when we have a natural disaster. Yeah. So I'll tell you now, uh, during that earthquake, uh, a, a pretty cool deal that happened to us is my dad and the neighbor across the street had been working on a fishing boat for about two years, three years maybe, putting a new motor and uh, caulking on it and some whatever else was available in '64, and. Uh, my dad said uh, he wanted to take a couple of the boys out of school and take the boat down the inlet and get it in the Seward. And my mm. mom said, well, you don't have a couple of boys that's even passing in school, so they're not going nowhere. That's <laughs> 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 how the story Damn. went. So anyway, him and Phil went down there, and they just turned around, and Phil's wife went down and picked him up in the car and brought him back. That was on Wednesday. The earthquake was Friday. Never saw the boat again. Oh, oh wow! God. And we was gonna spend a whole weekend there. Oh shit! Oh man! So <laughs> damn good thing. Failing isn't there. always a bad thing. <laughs> That's, yeah. There you go. There you go. You failed yourself right to live it. Yeah. So that was a uh, that was an interesting fact about the earthquake. That was. Yeah, I, you know what? As it. as we're talking about that, um, let's take a quick break, and I want yep. you to look up a bunch of pictures. If you can of the earthquake, of the earthquake stuff, oh, yeah, uh, Valdez oh, and um, some of the other ones, and we can take a look at those, and then we'll jump into some yeah. other stuff. We'll be right back. Barney Sports Chalet, supplying hunters with the best hand-selected gear since 1963. Barney specializes in supplying hunters with the absolute best alaskan proven gear on the market for some of nature's most rugged and demanding terrain whether you're headed to the remote volcanic islands of the alaska peninsula in search of a brown bear or the shale infested glacial valleys of the brooks range for doll sheep it is critical you choose the right gear for your dream hunt don't miss barney's exclusive brand frontier gear of alaska tested from the high mountains of tajikistan to the extreme conditions of alaska these products were designed for high performance and durability Frontier gear was derived from decades of experience hunting big game in Alaska. Paired with other top brands, it provides you the absolute best gear selection anywhere in the world. Stop in at Barney Sports Chalet in Anchorage on Northern Lights or check out their custom website and reference tool at barneysports.com. The Alaska chapter of Backcountry Hunters and Anglers. BHA is the voice of our Alaska public lands, waters, and wildlife. From national level policy work to engagement with boots on the ground projects from Kotzebue to Ketchikan, BHA performs public land cleanups, hunting and fishing clinics, and community education to help take your game to the next level. BHA's community-minded goal is to uphold our hunting and fishing legacy while keeping wild lands wild and fostering the next generation of sportsmen and women for years to come. Make sure to follow BHA Alaska for upcoming events, 
local brewery Pint Nights and more, stand up for Alaska public lands and waters by supporting the Alaska chapter of Backcountry Hunters and Anglers. Join us today at backcountryhunters.org. The Treehouse AK, your one-stop dispensary located at 341 Boniface Parkway. Be sure to ask the bud tender about their deal of the day because honestly, there's always something good on deck. And guys, listen, this is where the culture lives. At the Treehouse, their dedication to servicing consumers has been developed through a lifetime of involvement in the cannabis culture. They're committed to providing the highest quality products at whatever value your budget affords, while always maintaining the deep-rooted principles that have carried them this far. Their focus is on relationships over transactions, and you can always depend on them to treat you with the respect you deserve. Hit them up at thetreehouseak.com, and remember, you must be 21 years of age to enter their store. Total Truck and Alaska Overlander, Alaska's premier supplier for custom automotive accessories and overlanding products, providing all-inclusive rental vehicles and trailers custom outfitted to explore the Alaskan backcountry with a unique and convenient traveling experience. At Total Truck, you can find brands such as ARE, RSI Smart Caps, Goose Gear, iCamper, Front Runner, Rigid Lights, Rhino Linings Bed Liners, and everything you need to outfit your truck or SUV. Alaska Overlander provides 4x4 vehicles and expedition trailers custom modified for Alaskan adventures and outfitted with rooftop tents, fridges, and all the camping and cooking gear you need to start exploring. Visit them at alaskaoverlander.com. We're learning Spanish. I got all distracted with <laughs> my stupid computers. Un poquito español. <laughs> he's, got his, he's got his Google search set on on English, on Spanish. I, I didn't set that, though. It's like it did it on its own. <laughs> I don't know. It's still on. in Spanish. That's weird. No, right? go back. You didn't click out of it. Yeah, go back to the idiomas. Need another one? Idiomas, yeah. yep. Uno Down, mas. ID, idiomas. Uno, uno mas. All right, uh, yeah. now you see there, you'll be able oh, to got choose it, got there. got it, got it, got yeah. it. There you go and save Gardar. Gar- <laughs> hit, hit the Gardar. Hit the Gardar. There you go. There you go, guys. I'm good. We got a PC guy going to Mac these days. It's a really doing it. You're really doing it. Congratulations. I'm doing okay though. You're I mean, I'm good. navigating through it. It's it's been a challenge, but just a couple different things going on. I mean, on I really like it, man. This new Mac is pretty sweet. Did you get angry? I mean, a lot of it is the same. English. But we did. it's just like everything that is usually on the right is over on the left. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, I just need to, we need to do a hard tutorial, man. Yeah, we will. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, we pulled up some pictures of the earthquake there. Is there one specific that you want to pull up there? I want to sh- I want you, uh, go up a little bit. I saw one earlier when you had this up here. So this is like oh, right specific there. to Valdez. Uh, the, the road split? Yeah. So well, I that's that's. Uh, Elmendorf. We took a, we took a, uh, the guy that I God was working damn. for at the time, and a kid. Remember the my my buddy. We were working for this guy cleaning up houses and stuff. Well, mm-hmm. his girlfriend owned the Portage Inn. Cool. And so after the earthquake, he had oh, us go yeah, down. Where was that? In his old beat up truck and unload all load up all of her stuff and bring it to town. And we had to walk across a makeshift bridge there at twenty mile. Yep. Huh. And. Uh, Going down the road, we had a lot of. You could stand up with that thing here. You can stand up with that mic too and put that up there and do so, a little. So point we had a lot of cracks going down the highway. <laughs> the a little highway. bit closer there. And the yeah. old highway, but they weren't quite that big. But they were pretty much centered, and so we'd be. You know, it wouldn't be too bad when you were. 
uh, when it wasn't snowing. <laughs> oh, because you could snowing, see, you couldn't see, see the crack. The crack and, it oh, fills shit, it up. Yeah, yeah. But we made, I don't know, four or five trips down there to pick up that stuff because Portage sunk eight feet. Wow. Mm-hmm. Girdwood. You know, the old Girdwood grocery store mm-hmm. and the town site was down there on the highway where that station is and everything. Yeah. So when it sunk, they started moving stuff up into the valley uh, store-wise, you know. I mean, Where, where uh, Girdwood currently is now. Yeah, right. Oh. Yeah. Well, <coughs> if you guys, I'm sure we've all been past it a million times, but there's still some, like, remnants of, like, structures oh, yeah. down in the swamp that are sunk about eight feet down oh, on the church of Girdwood on the right there. Yeah. 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 If you're going down there, uh, still right around the Portage area right there, you can mm-hmm. still see like a few old shacky looking things out there. Out yeah. there. yeah. And they, they really were, uh, I mean, back then that's, that was a long time ago. Everything was smaller back then anyway, you know, and especially when yeah. you get out of town like that, yeah. you know, so yeah. I was going to, man, um, looking at those pictures, it's crazy. Um, for those of us just listening, uh, we got a bunch of the, if you haven't Googled it, just put in 1964, Good Friday Earthquake, Alaska, and it's just it's just amazing, the pictures that, so of down, the devastation down, that happened. Downtown Valdez. Uh, Valdez. Look, it's just like buildings on top of buildings. and Yeah, just, they all wedged into each other. They just got pushed up in there. Uh, that's probably from the tsunami, right? That came yeah, in there that, and that, dragged that, stuff out. That's it. Yep, here's another angle of it. Oh, man. Wash the boats up. I just can't imagine, like, having to re, you know, rebuild, like, rebuild re everything, you know? Yeah, it's kind of crazy. I Well, what, what, how long do you would you say, Bob, um, when did normalcy come back when after what? that? When was it normal again after that? Because, I mean, I think about Everywhere. 2018, it took us about a week. Two weeks, right? We had some cracks in the roads, and you, you know, know some school was closed, and things happened. But I yeah. bet then it was a lot longer. You know, it was kind of, uh, yeah. I, I, it obviously was not a blessing in disguise, but in the way it was, because it created a lot of work, mm. a lot, yeah. Because you can see yeah. that, okay. I mean, kids in in school, you know, my age, you know, I had just got my driver's license. I don't know if I had while I was driving. I know that, so. But sometimes you didn't need one. But, uh, I mean, you could get a job making really good money during the earthquake, you know. So and a lot of people, uh, a lot of people just did. They got their start in underground tunneling. I mean, the people that went to work for AWWU probably just mm-hmm. retired 10 years ago, stayed there with them and stuff like that. You know, there's mm-hmm. just a, there was so much work, it just opened up a lot of work. And Anchorage back in that day, uh, it was mostly the people that had money was military, and back in that day, military didn't even have money. But Anchorage was really very poor um, all the way up until '74 when the, when the pipeline started. Yeah, there just wasn't much there. It was all most all military. You had the uh, Alaska Native Hospital uh, stuff like that, uh, J.C. Penney's and stuff. And Northern Commercial Building was downtown. It had, there was a fire down there, and that burnt down. They never rebuilt that though. Um, there was no real driver, no economic driver. What's that? Until oil like came, an, right? Like an economic driver yet. There was nothing. fishing and mining, and there was like... There isn't even today when you think about it. If you take away all the oil... Well, tourism oh, yeah. is, is kind of... the same problem. Only now the military is making good money. Yeah. <laughs> so they could come into town and buy stuff. They don't have to stay on the base and buy it, you know? Yeah, it's, it's so. my thought that it's going to be tourism, and that's it. I remember I got a job... Yeah. Uh, 
my aunt and uncle lived on the base. Uh, and so I got a job working at the beer warehouse. And I don't oh, know if you've ever seen how huh? high you can stack <laughs> bottled beer. I'm noticing, it, I'm noticing a trend, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, a lot of beer so, talk going on. So I was in that warehouse on the following uh, big earthquake we had, which was another Friday, I think, Thursday or Friday. I can't remember. It was a Friday. Another Friday, yeah. Freaky, it was a Friday. Freaky ass Fridays. What's yeah. up? And it, it just, I mean, beer was falling everywhere. I mean, it was just no. crazy. <laughs> and back then, it was the <laughs> Olympia Stubbies were the, uh, the beer of the day, you know? Yeah. And I mean, it was like glass. the grenades. No, they were like. Like a beer bottle, but just shortened. Yeah, just a little, a little shortened. I know it, yeah. yeah, that's They didn't have the long neck on them. They were yes. just a little bit fatter or something. I don't know what they were, but yeah. <laughs> they were good. Yeah, they drank. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They drank. They were. I remember Black Label. Black Label at three ninety nine a case. Ooh. Lucky Lager, you could get at three ninety nine a case, too, when it was on sale. But it was a, normally it was two fifty eight a six-pack. No, that's not true either. I guess uh, you can't, less than you can't that, even get a gallon of gas for that. A dollar twenty nine. It was a dollar twenty nine a six pack, like two fifty eight for two six packs. That's what it was. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So you had to learn how to lie. Yeah. Cheap drinking. Cheap drinking. <laughs> uh, you mentioned the pipeline, and I, I was as I was reading up on you that you did some work on those yeah. days up there. Yeah, um, I had. Uh, uh, just uh, myself and a bunch of guys that we all hung around. You know, we were all waiting for the pipeline to start. And so once it started in in 74, as far as uh, the hall was very active in calling people out. Mm-hmm. And so we all, I mean, my, me and uh, my best friend and I, we both went out at the same time. His brother went out at the same time. And that's, I, I mean, everybody we knew, everybody left. And, so and was, it, was it just like, okay, I'm a laborer, I'm this, I'm that, or was it just well, like... Well, I was already a Teamster at the time, so I was a truck driver for cool. a moving company. Mm-hmm. Uh, I drove truck for a moving company anyway, and uh, so I took a job out as a as a forklift operator. Perfect. Okay. Okay. But when I got there, the forks were attached to a 988 loader. Oh, wow. Or actually, it was a 966 loader, which was one of the smaller ones, but... But that's not exactly a forklift. Not exactly a forklift, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like, this ain't what I signed up for. Yeah. <laughs> Hold up. They got to pay me more money for this. <laughs> I need some more beers. Yeah. CDL. That was a bad deal. So then we, uh, I got transferred off of that. Uh, but I mean, I, I was there for a couple of weeks with it. And, you know, a lot of my job was to take the dumpster out to the dump and dump the dumpsters over and pick them up with a forklift or whatever. And you'd see white fox out there all night long. Mm. Uh, oh, really? really cute, you know, little foxes. You know, they're they're all about like this big and about that tall. Yeah, you know? be bopping around. Yeah, just out there around the everywhere. You know. Yeah. And so, uh, so anyway, I took a job as a flatbed operator, and my job was to back up to a C one thirty with the ramp down, and undo the winch and hook onto a sled and winch it onto the flatbed. And take it to the camp, which was about twice as far as from here to Napa. Oh, so just a quick jaunt. One day. One a day. Wow. One a day. That was so you were working hard. So I was working hard. (laughs) Slow (laughs) moving. Real slow. So the first week I was there doing that, a C-130 came in at Galbraith Lakes, which was just south of us, and caught on fire and killed a guy. Oh. oh, my God. So the next day, they said, okay, no more fuel at nighttime. All the fuel's daytime. 
Mm. So I thought, well, now I'm going to get shifted to nighttime. So then the next day, this other guy at Teamster shows up, and he's looking, and he says, this is my truck. And I said, no, it's my truck. And he says, no, it's my truck at nighttime, your truck at daytime. I said, oh, okay. So, <laughs> so all the freight came in at nighttime. Oh. No more freight at daytime. And I had that job for 14 weeks. <laughs> so <laughs> I wasn't very good at driving that particular type of truck at the time. Uh, so I would just take off and go up to Dead Horse and turn around and come back and just kind of work my way. Patrol the area. Uh, look for those little foxes. So it was a cool <laughs> little job, though, you know. And then, yeah. then well, you got to see the sights, right? Oh, you got to see everything. Uh, you got yeah. to see it all kind of come together. What's that? Got to see it like it all kind of come oh, together. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, like Franklin job. Bluffs is where I was at. And that was 600, I think 660 guys or people. Men, women, everything was up there uh, uh, in the beginning. I think it blossomed up to about 1,200 because we were there before the pipeliners got there. And then when the pipeliners got there and they started actually putting the pipe together and stuff like that, the camp really kind of blew up a lot bigger. Uh, and then at that time, it's nine weeks on and two weeks off. Damn. Nine shift. and two, boys. Huh? Don't be complaining <laughs> yeah. now. But your three and well, two. Oh, two <laughs> yeah, it was a long nine weeks. I'll tell you what. Then everybody. Oh, but then when you went back, so you, you you didn't even have to tell them if you were coming back or not, unless you knew. And then mm. it was just complimentary, you know. So you would go back, gather up everybody, go to Hawaii, come back in two weeks, and go back to the hall and see if you could find something else you liked, maybe better, or go back, you know. So. So uh, when you would land back and you're looking for a new, do they got them just posted or you're just introducing yourself yeah, to supervisors? Yeah, they would call them out. Uh, gosh, I can't really remember exactly how that all worked. If they called them out or what they did. I mean, yeah, if you just show well, up. Well, you probably just like, knew you come back, you're going to get a job. One, that something. one. Yeah. Right? Yeah. What's that? When you would come back, you just knew you were going to get hired. Yeah, you could go anywhere something. you wanted to. Yeah, yeah. It was all 712s. You know, seven twelves. You know, seven twelves. Ooh, yeah, seven, seven twelves for nine weeks straight. Yeah, but the the wages at that time I think was like ten dollars an hour, and the Teamsters was taking three dollars an hour. You know, okay. so they were kind of kicking. Uh, they were they were doing good. Yeah, um, yeah. But the pipeline itself, I I I was on a plane ride back. Uh, not exactly sure where I was heading at the time. Yeah, I'll but take one of those. Whatever, on I'll take that one. <laughs> Or a plane ride back, and the uh, the guy I was sitting next to was an engineer, and uh, we just got to talk and had a good time. And he said that that when the pipeline was finished, and if they put a door at the end in Maldives and just filled it up all the way, there was enough oil in that pipeline to pay for the project. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that's a fun. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what fact. I was told. I got no idea. I, about I wonder fast. how much. I wonder how many gallons. Well, Seven hundred miles is a forty-eight inch pipe. Oh man, you're not so. talking to the math guy here. <laughs> we need Jack for that. Um, yeah. I'll take this. Actually. Well, I'm not going to give you the answer because I don't know. The answer. <laughs> <laughs> Good man. You might have thought I was going there. Actually, I, I bet, I, I bet you Google has the answer in Spanish or whatever yeah. language. You but want. I also <laughs> will tell you that. Uh, um. What was I going to say to that? I had a nice little story to go with that. I don't remember what it was now. Well, if, while it comes back to you, so they they build that, um, that uh, I guess not an airport, that landing strip at Galbraith Lake 
for the building of the whole road? It was, it, did they build it for, for, that? for that? Oh, but yeah, the landing okay. strips were all built for the... For that, yeah. yeah. Okay, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. So the question was... How, how much? Many how many gallons? Oh, they pay for the project, right? Fit in the pipeline. So I don't know how you're going to Google you it. You have to keep in mind, though, that a barrel of oil. Oh, the price of it then, ten bucks. It was ten dollars then. Ten dollars a barrel. And what's it today? So how many barrels something? does the Trans Alaska Pipeline hold? There you go. That's a way to say it. How many <laughs> barrels fit in the Alaska Alaska Pipeline? Nine million. Oh. The line, the, the this number differs with line fill, mountain ranges cross north to south. Nine million, yeah, nine million. Tens. See, it was a ten million dollar project. Okay, yeah. Holy shit! Yeah. Checks out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was a good investment. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Man, we wouldn't be here today. I tell you that if it wasn't for that. A lot of money. Everybody was saying, "Why are they spending so much money and all that kind of stuff?" You know, nobody had any idea how how they could afford to spend that much money. So actually, Google what's the price of oil today for a barrel? Because then it was ten bucks. You said the price of oil per barrel. Actually, let's take a guess. What do you we're think? Sixty three or something like that. You think we're at sixty? 60 I oh, sixty three. Oh I thought we were in the seventies, like seventy four. We could be. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking like what gas prices have done in the last. You know, that was crazy there for a second, and then yeah. it's dropped back down. Yeah, yeah or low sixties. That's what you think. Uh, what do you 80, got there? 89, 87, 89. Oh, my God. Current level. I was just reading a report on this. Yeah, 89. That's good. Governor, somebody said that they, the price of oil didn't hold up like they thought it would. Mm. How much do they want? <laughs> yeah. 89. Well, I mean, it was over 100 for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is that when they were up around five bucks a gallon for fuel? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. What is it now? I don't even pay attention. Uh, three three seventy something. Yeah, three seventy nine uh, at like on Muldoon, uh, Costco's three fifty nine last mm. week. Okay, Costco. Damn, I remember when it was really really high. I, you know what? Let me I say like something. Thirty five <laughs> people in line at Costco <laughs> for fuel. Dude. That is ridiculous. Listen, <clears throat> let's say you got twenty gallons, right? To 20, 20 gallon tank. You're saving twenty cents. How much are you saving? To wait in line for three hours bucks, to get four, gas. Four dollars, right? That's how I look at it. I'm not sitting in this line for two hours to save two dollars. To save four no, bucks? you got like, there's so many other, there's like the Safeway, you know, you enter your phone number. There's a, yeah. there's a lot of other I just saw options. all those people in line. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's I a mean, little is ridiculous. Is it that cheap? Like, are you getting, no, are the savings why. that? But like some, of, But like some of the private, like the new, like Vitus yes. or whatever compared to like, the Chevron, because they got the Tecron, you yeah. know, and it's like, I don't, uh, get rid of the Tecron. I don't need that part. Like, I'll go next door. Yeah. And so it's like, that's where I fill up. The new Vitus there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's cheaper. Yep. Yeah, I'm a I, I was I'm a I was talking guy. them into a propane war this summer. Ooh. Because I always <laughs> filled up, I always filled up the tanks for the hot dog carts yeah. at the, at the um, Chevron. Yeah. And I know the manager there, and they're building the other one, and they're advertising Do they have cheaper. That? They're Great. advertising cheaper. I was like. I just pointed the sign. I said, you guys going to do something about Say that? Say that again. Chevron is advertising cheaper than Vitus was? No, no, no. Vitus was, when they first opened, they were saying three ninety nine for a no gallon brainer. of propane, and they were like four sixty nine yeah. or something like that. And gas is $0.30 cents cheaper. And so I got them to lower the price. 
Because I was like, listen, me and all the other vendors, we're going to go over there. If you guys don't lower it's it. It's literally and right literally there the next right day. The yeah. propane did go up pretty yeah. bad. Diesel's yeah. another killer. My tractor takes diesel, so I like that. Yeah, it's it's not cheap. It's it's gotten better though since yeah. the last over the since the summertime. Yeah, yeah, for like sure. mellowed back out. Yeah, I, I stopped paying attention, but I did look a few weeks ago. And I saw it was in the three dollar range. I'm like, oh shit, okay. It's gotten better. It's better. Yeah, I don't know. I drive gas guzzlers, and I just fucking get my every my shorts kitty eat and you fill our toys and it's like you just cringe and bear oh, and man. like try not to look it, at just, what like, the total comes paying to attention anymore man it's just like what are you gonna do i mean there were enough people that i mean even like in the whittier harbor people are like i just can't afford to go out anymore you can't afford to fill up your boats oh this you, summer was pretty bad for that guy that had like a 150 gallon boat Right, and, the and then somebody's and like, "Oh, I got you," and then they'll Venmo you twenty dollars. It's like, okay, that's, yeah. <laughs> okay, that's what it takes to turn it on. Right, you're not getting invited next time. <laughs> yeah, that'll yeah, get us idling in the harbor. Right. <laughs> what, what's what kind of tractor you got there? New Holland or what? You got one. Oh, of those no, 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 no. It's a little. Uh, it's a John, John Deere. Deere. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, there it is. It's a John Deere. Uh, Bad Bob's drive nothing else. Mm-hmm. 27, 1027. That's what I thought. 1028, yeah. maybe. 1028. <laughs> I thought he had 1030. Well, <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> with a heated cab. Oh, okay. Oh, you're talking to Leroy, huh? Two seater, Bob? <laughs> Is this like one with like the uh, snowblower attachment? And the it's got a blade and a snowblower. It's got a three point hitch How on the back. I know? Yeah. How did I know? You're just using that for the property over there? Keep it clean? Well, I have, uh, there's, there's some folks in the neighborhood that need a little bit of help from time to time, so well, I take nice. care of theirs. And then, uh, oh, you the gladly cr- jump in your tractor with some coffee and Baileys and go plow everybody Honey, I gotta out. Go help the neighbors. I bet you go plow everybody <laughs> out, <laughs> just stroking your beard. <laughs> True story. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, I got to do my due, <laughs> due diligence for the neighbors. Yeah. They need well, me. The people need struggling. me. The guy across the street from me, is, he has a, he's got two lots. And he keeps them both separated, but he lets me park my motorhome year-round. Oh, sweet. So that's worth a pretty penny. Sure uh, is. So oh, yeah. His place all cleaned that's up. That's at least $100 plus dollars a month if you want to park yeah. it somewhere else. And then the other ones, uh, have a, I have a three or four that uh, they go outside for the winter. Mm. So even if I get kind of clogged up or somewhere along the line and I can't get to them that particular day, I can go there. At least they're not whatever. using their driveways. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I, take a, I think I've got 20 driveways that I do. You were uh, probably busy. Oh, come that. Oh, yeah. They do. Oh, they love you. Yeah. Yeah. You're probably running like, what, 14, 15 hour days? No, uh, no, I, I, <laughs> I, I don't run that long. <laughs> Seven but I, got, I had a couple of 11 hour days. <laughs> okay. A couple of yeah. 11 hour days. But see, my driveway is 3,000 square feet. So two inches of snow on that is a lot of shovel work. If a you lot ain't of back got some way of doing it. Oh, you know? yeah, no so. way. It's just a lot of work, you know. So snowblower, at least. Yeah, that sounds fun. Yeah. Well, it depends on how old you are. See. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> but it sounds like you're comfortable, fun, fun. right? I, I'm very comfortable with my tractor. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, I think anybody's got a tractor. They got it because they want to do that shit. Right. Yeah. That's go funny. Yeah, it's like, it's oh, actually, I've, I've got to go snowblow. Yeah. You know, fire up the old JD. <laughs> when you're younger, you get the four wheelers and the snow machines. You know, because right. you like running them. You know, well, when yeah. you get older, 
I still like running, but I don't want to run that far. So yeah. <laughs> you go to the tractor well, and seat. then you don't got to trailer it and load it and strap it down. Right. And all I that. have done that, but if, if I have to, I have yeah, to. Yeah, you know. right. But, and, you know, for the most part, I don't, you know. Mm. But yeah, sometimes you got to take them in and have some work done. If you true. can't do it yourself. So Yeah, yeah. true. Um, tell, us, tell us a little bit about your Navy days. Ooh. Are you in the Navy? You don't want to talk about that? Ooh. <laughs> no? <laughs> oh. Those were the bad days. Those were <laughs> no, the bad days? No. Actually, I had a blast in the Navy. I was in the service uh, Navy from uh, 65, November 65, got out in about January 69. <laughs> so I went in when I was 17. The Vietnam War was raging like crazy. Uh, we did our boot camp. Uh, I ended up stationed in Norfolk, Virginia on a small boat. It was a converted minesweeper. And uh, everybody on the boat was from North was from Virginia. So when I got off four years later, I had a pretty good accent going. You know, you just kind of <laughs> Hell yes! Anything, you know? Hell yes! <laughs> the uh, and then so we uh, we did a little bit of work uh, around the Caribbean, uh, around the Bahamas. Um, when I got on board the ship, it was a scientific survey ship. It was being used for that. It was all set up for that. And we were taking ground samples in the Bahamas. And three years later, I was on a flight coming back from Vietnam and uh, for leave at Christmas time. And I stopped at the library in the Philippines, picked up a book, opened the book up. And because I actually, at the time we were in the Bahamas, I was actually working as a cook on the board ship. Uh, but I switched out to a signalman, which also stood what they called quartermaster watches, which you plotted your courses and you made mm. sure the ship was on course. And, and, you know, so they used a thing called a Loran Charlie. It's a quite crazy shift of jobs. Like I'm cooking. And yeah. Now I'm so well, the reason I was saying course. that is because the uh, <laughs> the reason I said that is because when I got the book and I opened it up. Because I had been a quarter, well, I was at that time a quartermaster. I stood quartermaster watches. I could read the map. Well, we were taking ground samples of the Bermuda Triangle. Ooh, but we didn't know it because they didn't tell you nothing. You know, you weren't you weren't supposed to know. I'm guessing. Yeah, <laughs> you know, to nobody the, talks uh, to somebody that low down. Yeah. <laughs> but the water was beautiful. I mean, the Bahamas is absolutely gorgeous area to be. You know, and the water was beautiful. So anyway, we ended up transferring out of there and we headed to Pearl Harbor was the next home port and we stayed there for a couple of years and and we did our cruises back and forth to Vietnam for I think we did three cruises to Vietnam. Wow. And that uh, for me, uh, it wasn't a bad uh, deal, you know, our our big my biggest problem uh, you know, was comes from uh, being in the Da Nang Harbor because uh, they were using a lot of Agent Orange, so I got infected with Agent Orange as well as a lot of the people on the boat did too. What is know. that exactly? Agent Orange? Yeah. Well, Agent Orange was a, uh, it was like a uh, DDT type stuff, you know, that they sprayed cops and later found out it was poison, you know. Oh, okay. So what it was, it was a product similar to that, but it killed the foliage so they couldn't hide and take pot shots at you from the oh. beach or whatever. Oh, okay. And so they were just burning it. just up. keep it flat. Yeah, it just, it would just eat it up. Mm. It turn it And so how did that affect you? Well, if you breathe it, you get it in your lungs. So in my case, I got neuropathy in my feet, in both feet, which oh. is kind of a uh, numb, f you, your feet are numb. It's like a blood flow thing? Yeah, it's a blood mm. flow thing, exactly. Yep. So, um, and then I got a uh, heart murmur, I ended up with a heart murmur from it as well, and I got a new heart valve put in about five, wow. six, 
seven years ago, I think, from that. All from exposure to that chemical? Yeah, just from that chemical, yeah. Mm. There was a lot of problems with the Agent Orange. Any any other side effects, like with you now? Well, not with me, but there is Makes uh, that side effects from a lot of people yeah. as far as having uh, talking about uh, having kids. If you go to the Agent Orange um it's a kind of a check-in thing. They have all kinds of boxes for you to check. Have you ever had this? Have you ever done this? And they tell you a little bit more about it. You probably learned more in the last 10 years about Agent Orange than I knew my whole entire life. I mean, that I'm I knew sure. from the time I got infected with it. Yeah, I mean, we could I, actually see it. It was just because we always had these uh, flares that they shot off over the uh, the harbor. And so you could see it in the air. And, oh, and wow. the guys would go out and smoke like a cigarette. Like a cloud almost? Kind of like a mist, a, a cloud mist, I guess. I don't know. Uh, but... A lot of people got it. A lot That's of people, awful. Got, huh? That's awful. Yeah, it was I mean, a bad deal. Just, yeah, it killed but, a lot of people. People didn't know. Yeah, they, they didn't know. Um, just like on the neuropathy in the feet. See, they won't cover that because what the Navy says or the government says is if you didn't get it, neuropathy in the first year you were exposed to Agent Orange, then they're not going to cover it. They think well, it I know for a fact else. they didn't know. Even the first year after they were using it, that it would cause neuropathy, much less <laughs> default you on that whole yeah, thing. Yeah, I'm sure it was yeah, new. It was it was way way later when they found out what it was. Yeah, that was a major had to cop out there. So they had to kind of control the costs and everything else, and yeah. that's what they did. I mean, not everybody got it. A lot of people got it. I mean, I know half a dozen guys that have neuropathy. You know, and a lot of the guys that uh, I was on the boat with, they still we still communicate. Mm-hmm. Cool. To this day, you know, yeah. uh, most of them are all in good health. Those that are still alive, uh, some of them, you know, didn't didn't fare too well uh, with that stuff. They got a lot of it in their lungs, and they died early. You know, forty, yeah. 40 as a as a result from yeah. yeah. Well, I think so. I mean, it's, right. hard, it's hard to hard say hard to because the, just the guy that uh, you're talking to that's dying from it, uh, that's what he's telling you. Oh, you know, and he feels like it was that. He the, feels the, that's what the, it was, you know. So yeah, you you hear stories, you read stories, but probably you know the problem with the government. You know, they're gonna <laughs> tell you what they want you to know and hide the rest of it from you. Yeah, mm-hmm. is any kind of interesting? Just like you know, just like right now, it, last week there was probably less written about Ukraine than in the last six months. Yeah, but it's still going. Yeah. Yeah, like just disappeared. It is. Yeah, the why? The news cycle. Yeah, the they news don't cycle. Want, the, I think that, you know, they're actually hiding news from around the world, what's going on around the world. You know? oh, yeah, well, I, how many people know that the French are starving? The French people are starving because the food prices are too high. Yep. Mid, what, people who were middle class people last year cannot afford to buy food in France today. Yeah, I, actually, I don't know if it's nationwide in France, but I know that it's yeah. populated wise. It's well, you deal. just never know what to believe. <laughs> well, the thing is, uh, is, is when you're dealing with these big media companies, what they're doing is they're doing the story of the day, the story of the week, what's getting the clicks. And after they've gone through that and, you know, people are got short memories and they're just moving past that and they're going on to what's going to get people clicking it this week again yeah you know mm-hmm. yeah and and you know it's 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 a shame that that's how it works but you know they're looking at it like a business too yeah. you know how are people going to click on our website so that we can sell more advertising and that's about the sponsors and advertisers now yeah yeah well i know you can go from a um 
one type of media, liberal media to conservative media, and it's almost like they're reporting on two different worlds. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, if you listen It's almost to like both, you got to watch both and then just find your place in the middle there. That's right. That's right. That's exactly what you need to do. Yeah, because you got, you know. Find your truth in it. You got people that just only watch one or the other, and, you know, you're not getting the full picture. I don't think. No, I don't think so either. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Um, I got to use the bathroom. We're going to take a quick break. Let's and then I'm going to come back and get into uh, your Girdwood grocery days. And we're going <laughs> to move on from there. Yeah. <laughs> Are we off? Yeah. Tailored Restoration, 24-hour emergency home services, helping Alaskans restore their dreams since 1972. Services include fire, water, mold, post-emergency cleaning, repair, and remodeling. Tailored has an emergency response number with trained professionals available to help you at any time, day or night. Give them a call in Anchorage, Eagle River, Matsu, or Fairbanks. Make an appointment today at tailoredrestorationalaska.com. Since 2008, Serrano's is Anchorage's own new generation of Old Cocina. Their menu showcases the passion and love of their rich heritage and unique family recipes that have been passed down through the generations. Serrano's goal is to embrace and display trad flavors using the best ingredients that are available. They focus on making everything from scratch daily. In-house menu includes handcrafted corn tortillas, salsas, carne asada, and chorizo. But don't take their word for it. Experience their tradition and Sabor for yourself. Locations on Tudor and Northern Lights, both with new tequila bars. Check out their daily specials at serranosmexicangrill.com. The Connoisseur Lounge, located in the heart of Palmer, Alaska. The Connoisseur Lounge is Palmer's first locally owned and operated cannabis retailer. Their beautiful store is located at 226 Evergreen Avenue. The Connoisseur Lounge has exclusive cannabis products such as Snowcap Romance, Aurora Haze, Super Glue, and one of our favorites, Sugar Cookies. And if you're not into the flower, the connoisseur can hook you up with edibles, vape supplies, and a ton of CBD options for all your health and inflammation needs. Check out their daily deals at theconnoisseurlounge.net, or even better, stop by the lounge today. Remember, you must be 21 years of age to enter their store. Uh, Before we get back into Bob, I just want to give a shout out to uh, some of the other podcasts out there. If you guys listen to us, there's a couple other really good podcasts. Um, The Young Guides uh, podcast, Um, they're a fly fishing and fishing podcast, and they're doing a lot of ice fishing stuff out there. Check them out. Uh, The Mediocre Alaskan, Jeff Lund down there in Ketchikan. Um, He's got a great thing going on in a book and another book he's writing. Um, And, of course, Cody over there at Crude. Um, those are some of our main uh, peoples. Peeps, the community. Yeah, man. Yep. I mean, so if you're looking for something don't, new don't or something different. Don't uh, forget uh, Coffee and Clock. Oh, yeah, Alice. Alice, Alice man. Yep, Alice. Um, she hasn't put one out in a while. I think no, she's. I, you know, she took that new job, and I wonder if she's just been, like, super busy with that. Mm, yeah. Because, you know, when she came in, she, like, just took that new job. That's right. That's right. You know? Come on, Alice. We need another episode. Yeah. I didn't really, I didn't, I guess you're right. Yeah. I, I, got, I was much. caught up kind of toward that point and then I haven't, I haven't gone back and listened, but I didn't realize. Yeah. Yeah. She's got good stuff. Um, so Strong as I was looking community. up, as I was looking you up there, uh, you earn, you own the uh, grocery store in Girdwood. Good Correct. weed. Is that what you said? <laughs> <laughs> That's what they used to call it. It wasn't Girdweed. It was good weed. <laughs> 
Actually, that's how far out of town you had to go to get good weed. Oh, there you go. <laughs> well, now, now it's like pops no, up no, on every street every, corner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I don't do you even have a. I don't even think Girdwood has one. That's funny. Like what? that was the epicenter of getting the good weed. Yeah. And now Girdwood doesn't even. I don't think Girdwood even has a, a legal shop. I, I don't have no idea. No, nope. they, they don't, right? They don't. I don't yeah. think so. No, we, they I don't think everybody would know that. Yeah. They do not have one. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> so tell me about those grocery days. So back in the that day, I think 70, probably the idea came up in 70, but it was in 71 that uh, I went down there, uh, moved down there. I was working for Grocers Wholesale at the time and went down there uh, with my brother-in-law and he and I opened up the store. Uh, he actually got a little busy doing something else uh, in about two months, so uh, he was no longer involved in the store. The store was actually originally downtown or down in the, on the highway, and it was called the uh, Girdwood Mercantile. And then it moved. Then when they moved it up there, there was a guy from Indian, whom I don't remember his name, and he had the store for a little while, but it wasn't very much in it. He was. He was trying, but he just didn't have enough stuff. I think he, he there was a need for the store. So uh, the store was actually owned by a lady named Julian Mall, who owned the Double Muskie at the time. The Double Muskie at that time was oh, a, kind oh. of a pizza hamburger joint. Okay. And, um, it has evolved. Huh? It has evolved yeah. since then. Uh, she sold out Steakhouse. two years later. Uh, yeah. But anyway, uh, so... Uh, we went down there and we just we named the store the Girdwood Family Grocery Store, and uh, that was for about a year, maybe a year and a half, and then we changed it to Bob's Groceries and Munchies. <laughs> it seemed like that's what I was selling more than anything else. I mean, the guy that ran the uh, milk run, <laughs> the guy that ran the milk run from uh, Anchorage to Kenai. Uh, he literally carried all of the milk products and ice cream and stuff I like that. I figured you were talking a literal milk run. Yeah, yeah. And, and he said dairy products were on his truck. He said that we sold more ice cream sandwiches than anybody on his entire route. In fact, he said most of it goes to you guys because <laughs> these guys would come in. Just takes a whole pallet. Yeah, these guys would come in at seven, eight o'clock in the morning, and they would sit there and eat smoke joints and eat ice cream sandwiches for breakfast, and then they would go to work. Work. And most 90% of them were all carpenters and they had jobs building cabins and stuff like that. You know, they were good guys, really good people. Uh, my daughter was born down there. Uh, we had a house up on Hot and Tot Mine Road, um, right next to, what was his name? George somebody. I can't remember what George's last name was. Were you George Brown. Were George you commuting, Bob? No. Oh, no, I had a house. I, I mean, did you ever? Did you have to come to town much? I mean, were I had you to come to town every week. Okay, to get yeah. groceries once a week on Mondays or Tuesday night. I'd go okay. back to Grocers Wholesale. Yep. Uh, Grocers Wholesale actually uh, uh, helped finance my first order. Oh, cool! And, Almost uh, kind of fronted it. Yeah, they fronted my first yeah. order to me. You know, mm -hmm. and so um, so anyway, it went along. I mean, it was a great job. It, we made good money. Uh, it was just kind of the wrong time. I think I was 23 then or something like that. Ooh. And so it seemed like everybody else was down there having a great time. And I was down there <laughs> nine to run, nine, run seven days a week. <laughs> work, yeah. you know? I mean, uh, uh, on Monday nights, you go in to pick up your order. You still had to come back and get it off the truck in the shop on the shelf and get back home and get back up by nine o'clock in the morning. And go. So usually just ran the whole day like that, you know? Um, and then, uh, 
So uh, I kind of got a little bit soured out on that. And so the people that bought it, or the people that had it after me, they ended up renaming it the Mercantile. And they had it for oh, the next okay. 30 years, I think, maybe 25 or 30 years. And then Cars bought them out. Oh. Cars Grocery did. So, uh, Cars Godstein. Was it still on the, by the highway at that point? Nope. Oh, no. Huh? Okay. Sam's it's, it's, it's never been back on the highway. Okay. And even now, people still call it the Merc. Yeah, they do still call it the Merc, yeah. Yeah. Well, the Merc was a great name. Yeah. You know, when I, when I got into the store, I had no idea that it used to be called the Merc. I just found that out a couple of years ago. Mm. Maybe even the last year. I can't remember who it was that was telling me this. I, I might have even been reading it. I don't know. But uh, I, I had no idea. Because I probably would have done that. I thought that was a cool name, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I always thought the people that owned it, when they named it that, I thought, well, that's a pretty cool name, you know. I thought that. Those guys. It's what does mercantile mean? Is that, a, is that a family name or is that a mining equipment like a, or something? It's like a pretty generic term. Yeah, I think it's for a pretty like generic name for a, a, a stop and hardware go type, type of a store. A you know, that's got everything you need. A mercantile, yeah. Kind of like a general store. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's a good yeah. description. Yeah. That would be good, yeah. So anyway, there was a lot of... Uh, a lot of, um, I mean, Girdwood was just, a, back then, Girdwood was a pretty metal little town. Oh, you know, we, uh, I knew everybody in town, like Betty, uh, oh, I was going to say Hodge, but I don't think that was her last name. But anyway, she was the postmistress. Mm. And then her daughter became the postmistress. And then her daughter became the postmistress. So oh, cool. Wow. Yeah. Three generations. Three generations of post office What a people. cool title. And, and they're right. Postmistress. postmistress. Yeah. Sexy. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> wow, I'm so like, what? Was the was the resort built up then? What's that? Was the resort built up? Oh yeah, yeah, it was still there. Yeah. What year did the they build the that? resort? But not probably not like the ho the hotel. Oh, the hotel wasn't there. No. What right. year did they build that hotel? It was all. The what year was this again? Seventy one. This is seventy one. Oh, when like, they built the hotel in the night? Good 80s? question. Uh, the hotel 80s? had to have been yeah the eighties at some point. Oh, that hotel wasn't there at all. No. Right. Yeah. Uh, but like, was there was there a place for people like out of town? Well, there was a lot of cabins down there. People had cabins down yeah, there. Yeah, cabins for had, rent, but like out of it, out of towners. The, the hotel like in the main lodge. The main sure. lodge had a hotel. Oh, it did. Yeah, upstairs and downstairs. Yeah, uh, rooms and stuff. What is that? So they had the day no. lounge, the, the sit bar. You know what the, the sit bar. Oh, is? For sure do. Okay, well the sit bar to the left of that, if you're walking into the building, was all hotel rooms. So oh, then now that they're are, condos. That are apartments and condos now. Well, now, yeah, yeah. Right. right. Okay, so yeah. back then they were right. Yeah. They, it was a right. hotel. Yeah, oh. so the original Alaska was 54, but the hotel was 94. Oh, God, oh, that's late. Yeah, yeah, 40 years later. Yeah. It's so funny. I have a, a co-worker and a good buddy that has one of those condos that's above the sits. Oh. And oh, wow. Dude, I mean, what a score. Yeah, and he's lived there and had it forever and probably got it for close, uh, probably around... 80 40, or 000, maybe, uh, I was going to say 80 or 90, but he's had it for probably <laughs> close to 15 years. Like oh. they're selling in above the 300s. I believe for it. these small one ass bedroom. Oh, I bet dude. studio type units, yeah. but they're in the sits building, you know, and right he's like I'd there. be a fool to sell it. And so he's kept that and he also just bought a chunk of property right on Kenai Lake though. That he's building on you like Next oh, time you go like down, court, like Quartz Creek area, or no, like the, on the Riverside, on Kenai Lake, like when you're driving through, um, like before, before the you bridge, cross the bridge, correct, yeah. on the left, okay, yep, oh, and yeah. he's yeah. got riverfront like or in, like sorry, lakefront, like where Cooper Landing starts, yep, sick, dude. and then 
depending on what happens with that on over, the overpass, bridge. you know, it's like they're going to skirt around him. So it'll be a little bit quieter. Mm. But anyways, mm. yeah, he, I'm like, you better not sell that. Like you'd be a fool. Oh, okay. Like just, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I guess unless you need the cash, you know, well, it's but, a gold mine. There's no doubt about it. Right. Yeah. Now. And he lives it's in Kirkwood. It's just going to keep it getting more and more expensive. Yeah. I and mean, it's, it's like, why? Yeah. So he's, yeah, he's got a recent value. I have a few friends that own places in there that they've owned for a long time and it's, they're not getting rid of them. So do you know any of the brewery owners down there? Uh, I don't know those guys personally. Um, our other buddy Jack does. Um, I don't know them personally. Well, one of them is a school teacher. Oh, is he? Oh, you know what? That's right. I have seen him at trainings. Yeah. I've seen him at trainings. I yeah, don't, his I haven't name actually popped met. up um, in another conversation. That's right. I have seen him at trainings. Yeah, he's a cool yeah. guy. He's a really, really nice guy. Him and his son, his kids are all skiers, big time skiers. Oh yeah, gotta be. Um, yeah, his wife is a big time uh, native uh, political person, uh, but he is just a, he's a really cool. I mean, all the kids in school he taught at Ravenwood, mm-hmm. uh, and then he when he uh, quit Ravenwood, he became the librarian at the Girdwood School. Oh, nice! And it's he a good did transition. that. For, did that yeah. for two years, I think, or a year or something, and then he got involved in the brewery thing. Uh, he's just doing a fantastic job there, too. You know, so. yeah, that's a beautiful. He's in Belize right now. Oh, where he was last week, I don't know where he's at right now. <laughs> I mean, like, what a clutch market! Like every time I go in, like I was living in Girdwood for a year, and it was just every you day of the week. For a year? I did. Oh, yeah. Yep, what? every day of the week, it was just like you know, there's always something going on. Like, it's always packed, whether it's summer, winter. It's, like, such a lucrative yeah. and good. That's a great spot to have a brewery. Hey, Bob, about it. Yeah. it's echoing in the mic there. What's that? Will you rub on the cord there? There you go. There oh, yeah, it's yeah. really sensitive. Play with it? You yeah. can't yeah. well, you you hear it you don't, don't have, the, you don't have the headphones on. <laughs> yeah. You should actually move this over <laughs> to the left a little bit there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I like the vibe at Goodwood Brewing. I mean, I've... I've only been in there a handful of times. I don't get yeah. I don't go down and ride Where? like you guys at the brewery in Girdwood. Brewery in Girdwood. Oh yeah, it's just got a man. It's just like it's like something out of the fucking movies, dude. It really is. It it's feels like you've like got that. the whole like, valley that it's you like, can wow, see, it's like a a ski town. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's crazy. It's it, like it, what you would think it is, man. Like and then it didn't happen it sooner. It's like you've got a whole view of the mountain. It's like they've got food trucks every night. Yeah, bonfires. Well, outside. I think I think that's just like. The trend in Alaskan culture and society are breweries. Yeah. I think we have one of the best brewery cultures in the, oh, in the world. Sure. They do. In yeah. No, Alaska. No, Alaska in general. Alaska does. Yeah. We I have so we too, have yeah. so many good. I mean, breweries. I love. Uh, it's blown like up. King Street. I like. I like Talkeetna. I like the Girdwood one. Mm-hmm. Uh, old man rush have you been yeah, out there? Odd man rush. i was just got there his hat on i was just there that's this weekend hat. i was gonna say it, it, we had we had yeah. re, we had reed in here on one of the episodes that's a good hat yeah thanks yeah yeah they make it saw nice. it on the walls like uh, that's a beautiful yep. place too that. yeah they're, that they're expanding they're going over into the next unit yeah now. yeah they're doing good they're doing real good yeah, there's so many even that new cooper landing one is beautiful i have not been there oh my gosh it's such like their beer's good there's always room for improvement, you oh, know, yeah. especially with like a new joint, but it's like, it's such a good pit stop, like in between with the fishing and now like it's oh, my yeah, buddy yeah. that I was talking to that just bought down there. He's like, he can ride his bike there yeah. now, oh, you know, man. and well, there's so much more stuff to do as far as uh, like a, like it giving a, like a, a, a yeah. spot. And I'm trying to visualize is the new bypass is after it's before. 
It's before it's, the brewery. It's, it's the new bypass before. is actually before. Yeah. I want to say it's it's right past the turnoff. The brewery's before suns, sunset. Before you. No, the brewery's definitely yeah. after the turnoff. Got it. The new turnoff. Right? Am I correct on that? Well, well, what I, what I, I was saying, just told it. I think you're right. I think you're right. It has to be after because as soon as you pass the brewery, it's like you're in. Coop, you're, like you're at Quartz Creek. I'm hopeful that, that you know, it doesn't impact their business. Like, Well, levels. I think it's going to improve all of Cooper Landing because there's so many people that are just driving through Cooper Landing. And as we go a lot i mean some of those curves by the river are just so tight and so insane yeah. with tourists driving motorhomes and trucks big right. trucks going by it's going to solve a lot it's going to really slow it down hopefully it's really going to slow. I, right. I'm just ima- okay i'm just imagining people that are like no nope, i don't need to go that you, you know yeah, I'm i don't need to, to go through i'm, Cooper, like, I'm to going to home i need to get straight to the kenai because yeah. i'm i'm out of here yeah. i think yeah. that's know? a good thing I think it's. I think that's good. I think you're right. I mean, I hope ninety nine percent of the people driving through Cooper's Landing, they're not stopping there and enjoying nothing. The one yeah. percent that does stops, spends money, and has and enjoys exactly. the area. You know, but yeah. you can't enjoy it when you've got wall to wall traffic going both ways, and there's not enough room for any of them. You know, it's it's a yeah, it's a big. I wonder what their mentality. So, do you, are you thinking is, of you like know? like Wildman's right? Like how how's it going to be at Wildman's? Yeah. And especially you know, since they opened another, stop for a sandwich and yeah, a, and, and a mocha and like, and now that they've opened another, or they're about to open another three bears, I think in the Sterling Cooper Landing area are they? too. Oh, that's real? what I heard. Yeah, I have heard. That. I'll tell you, three bears are up. Man, they they did a major expansion. Like and that it. one in Sterling is nice. I just Where popped is it? in it's there. In Sterling, huh? Mm-hmm. So across like the street from like the. Um, What's the like where everybody stops to get breakfast burritos before they go fishing? Gwinnies. No. No, no it's past, right? It's past the straightaway. Yeah, it's in Sterling. Yep. Yeah, okay. And there's a gas station oh, on the right. Sterling. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That that like the stop on the right? Yep. Okay. But it's on the left a little bit further down. Oh, okay. But up on um, the hill? Yeah. Uh kind of. You know, it's in the straightaways before you cross like that moose. Well, if you're oh, coming moose back river. from before you cross Moose River, it's oh, okay. right there on the left. Here we go. There used to be an old Chevron station right there just on the left hand side but it's like it's nice they got a new gas station now and it's like a grocery store for people that live in sterling you know and it's it gives another that's got to be really handy gives another alternative to stopping at fred meyers as soon as you get to soldatna and it's just like god that's the last place i want to go yeah (laughs) you know you can you can stop at three bears now before you keep going or whatever and just like hopefully it'll break up the traffic a little bit yeah and it's nice yeah it is good. Yeah. I mean, you know, you feel for some of the smaller mom and pops places that I, I honestly think, I mean, nothing against Three Bears. I love Three Bears, but I think that they they put a kind of a dent in the sales and the sales of all these little gas stations and the um well, how they start the lodges out. and the and the and the roadhouses and all sure. that kind of stuff. Yeah. It kind of you know, speaking to my dad when they they were growing up, like they would just go on weekend trips and not even bring food, and so they would just go you know, right. roadhouse to roadhouse and around, and you could that's stay cool. in those roadhouses. Right. And, Minimal and stuff. That's yeah. kind of that era is kind of done. You know, it's crazy to see though too. Also, how Cooper Landing is blowing up with like every time you go through there, there's new construction on the right, like on the river, like new gas station, new gas station, multiple new like a frames, like oh, yeah. cabin type rentals, yeah. like. Blowing up. Yep. So, you know, I think that's cool. You know, I I don't know. Well, that goes into my uh, thing we were talking in the beginning that, you know, the new industry is tourism. 
you know, for the Alaska what? tourism. Yeah. And that, and that assists with that. And you're right. They're building some really beautiful stuff over there. Right. Yep. By, um, uh, I'll tell you, just lodge. Yeah. Yeah. All yep. that stuff. Yep. Have you tried the cantina? The cantina? In Soldotna? Hill. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That one's up on the No, hill. no, no, no. That's What's that one? Uh, that's Javier's one. or that's Emilio's or... Somebody, yeah. <laughs> some, someone's. Senora or... Uh, Senora, senorita or so, it's someone. It's no, someone. the cantina is right across the street from the one that's always been in Soldotna there. The cantina... Uh, Don Jose by uh, Don Jose's yeah. across the street from yeah. Don Jose's. Yeah. Oh, it's in kind there. of a little yes. strip type mall, but it's really right, well right past the Chevron. Very vibrant and colorful. Very vibrant and colorful. Yes, yeah. I've God been there. damn, you know, I I think Good I went to the I went to the King Derby. That yeah. was the only time I went to the Peninsula last summer. <gasps> I know, I know, I know. It's you. crazy. Dude. Good for you. Well, Bad I, for you. No, I mean, I, I <laughs> no you know, more, less people. We need more people to go north. <laughs> no, I, I, <laughs> I really not our people. I really like just. Uh, I just decided like last year was like you know everybody can have it and enjoy it and do their thing and I'm just gonna like I'm gonna go do something else. What 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 are you talking it was, about? It was, uh, like just recreating on the Kenai Peninsula. Oh, like in the June July. Yeah, yeah, like I I it was the first year that I hadn't I didn't fish reds in the, the Russian. Yeah, I didn't dip net. I didn't go to Homer or Seward or any of that stuff. You went summer. the other way. Also, I did. I went the other directions. Yeah, uh -huh. and how do you feel I will. about it? I, I was great because it was less crowded. Cool. So. Well, I got stores down there. But so I have I no salmon <laughs> in my I have no salmon in my freezer. Yeah, that's a bummer. And that we wanted some the other night and I was like, man, I'll trade you for some of that moose, bro. I mean, you know, I, I only did the Russian and I had I hadn't done the Russian in a few years and I I did the bike in thing and I don't know if we talked about that before, but I hadn't done it in a few years and it was like so. it's tough with my like alternative schedule it's like okay oh it's tuesday well like it, the numbers are looking good anybody want to go and it's like oh uh -huh, i work a normal job i can't go <laughs> so i went down solo probably two or three times and like i was there when the limit bumped from three to six and mm -hmm. like oh that's the day to go cleaned house yeah, i think you, know? you invited me i probably and, and did. i went i did go with chad and and uh what wes or no Chad and his brother-in-law or something in Wes yeah. went down. And I hadn't done it in a long time, but long that's the way to go. And it's just so much Have you biked fun. that? Have you been to the Russian River um, to go to the falls? and, and Mountain bike. I mean, just walk it. We used to walk it, but now it's like you just bike it. If you have bikes no, and then you can no, just, I mean, it's a mellow, it's a mellow bike ride, you know, and you just yeah. bike in from the fall. I'd like, really just sit down and be mellow. Yeah. Just bring right. the tractor <laughs> down. Yeah. Yeah. Unload your you tractor and tractor down You the lost trail. me at bike. I, I got to unload. I got to get my my motor home on. Do you like to eat, do you like to eat salmon? <laughs> got it. Well, there's your answer. He does not I'm like to eat salmon. I'm a shrimp person. <laughs> oh, man. Well, that's not. Well, salmon, I got the shrimp not, in the house. Not a lot, but the shrimp in the, in the halibut uh, is yeah. pretty much what I like as far nice. as it, Salmon, even if you're a lifelong Alaskan's a love hate, you either love it or you don't. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just, and I don't. Yeah. Even yeah. reds. Now, I smoke the reds. I'll get a bunch of reds. My wife, she likes to, she likes to dip net, so mm -hmm. we'll go down there and, and, and do that. And do you then, do it uh, off the beach? Yeah. And for you. Shit. She's actually wow. done it off the boat. I mean, she can get. She Move can that get mic a little bit closer. Move huh? that whole thing this way. 
There, there we go. go. There it is. All right. There it is. There it is. Being so weird about it. Stop fondling. It's like his beard. He's just. He's like the extension of his beard. He just needs something to fondle over there. Not I'm cleaning budge. Well, let's get the trimming. I meant to say finger. Yeah. 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 Well, let's get into some of this stuff that you brought here, talking about beards. Why don't you walk us through some of these things you brought us? Okay, so, so let's start with the beard wash, because that's going to be the sp- well, what you're going to do. No, for- we're going to start oh. with the beard oil. Oh, okay. 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 Uh, don't the- tell Bob what to do. Well, this, I is, just, this is bad I was, Bob's well, I was program. The, I was thinking the process of beard <laughs> wrong right. maintenance. Uh, okay. So the, the process actually is the beard oil is first, okay? Mm-hmm. And the beard oil is actually a, uh, a product because you, how many times you've heard people say, you know, after about 15, 20 days, it just itches so bad I can't stand it. Yeah. Okay, so the beard That's oil. The you got to power through. Yeah. So, I mean, I've watched people do this. They'll take the beard oil and they'll go like this, and then they'll rub it in. It's just not the way you do it. You put it in your palm, <laughs> yeah. you put your finger in it, and you rub it in to the beard wherever you're growing hair. Otherwise, you're not going to rub it in here. Yeah. Okay. So a lot of people will get dander down here for oh. some reason, and you'll never get it with the beard oil. Well, I don't say you never will, but I, I never have. And I, had, I used to take medication the first year I had this thing because I could not keep the dander down. And it would so, just get so dry. Well, I, I was year-round, though. But so what would happen is I'd put it on. It, it would take care of it. But three days later, it would be back. So then I decided, well, I need to do something different, you know. And so that's how I got hooked onto the beard products. When you, when you put the beard oil in, basically what's going to – two things will happen. It's going to hydrate your skin, mm-hmm. hydrate the hair coming out. So that when that follicle first breaks open – they all want to do the same thing. They all want to come out and do this. So if it's hard, unhydrated, very stiff, and it comes in, it's going to poke you right in the skin. Yeah, mm. it just curls back. So then if you've got a beard that's just got a bunch of that stuff going on, you're just not very happy camper with that stuff. Mm. So that's where you put the beard oil. You put it right in wherever you're growing the hair at. Okay. Oh, so that's so, to the skin. It's just for the skin. Oh. Yeah. Get it in there and massage it you into get the it in follicles. There, yeah. So that yeah. would, would that even be good for... Yeah. A short beard Absolutely, like mine, because, because beard, I get I get really dry, really dry yeah. stuff right here so on see, the side. Here's sometimes. the deal: if you're using hair shampoo on your face mm-hmm. for your beard, mm-hmm. you're stripping your face of the good oils that you need to have. Okay. That's what shampoo because you lose most of your actually you, uh, humans move lose most of their oil through their feet, but the second one is through the head. Okay. Okay. That's why, like in carpet, yeah. in, in carpets where you see a traffic pattern in the house. Okay. Ooh. Oh. Bob, you bad. That smells good. How come you have a traffic pattern in a house with no shoes on, but you don't have one oh. in an office building where everybody's got the shoes on? Yeah. It's, it's because your socks are full of body oil. Oh, it's not foot so sweat. So you take the it's shoe oil. off, well, it's and then you and start wiping the body oil on the carpet. Okay. You need to put now, it in. The carpet starts doing this, it's and then it starts going right like now, this, and now you have a traffic pattern. You gotcha, see? gotcha. So it's very important. So you put the oil on first. Let me smell that. It's, that smells great. It's it's Emily. a very it's a very got Emily a little excited. <laughs> she was like, "Oh my god, <laughs> oh my god!" It's a 
Uh, yeah, it's a really it? good scent. It's not like too masculine. It's no, it's very it's, neutral. It's right in there. It's just a crisp, clean, fresh smell. That's yeah, your bottle. Not, you can do whatever too, you want. Not to, too right? strong either. You're about to lose a drip. <laughs> oh get it in there, D. Yeah. I am going to put some of this on my face when we're done here. So you put that on there, and then uh, depending on what you got going next, okay, I would uh, on a beard like yours, I could use balm or butter. Okay, so people that aren't watching or people that are just listening, um, my beard, I normally keep it at like a number one or number two. I want to say on the beard trimmer, short, stubbly. Yeah, mm-hmm. a little past five o'clock, maybe. Yeah. But yeah. still clean. Five o'clock yeah, the next day. That, yeah. 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 Five yeah. o'clock clean, a few days later. Clean yeah. lines. Yeah. yeah. I'd say it's like a week beard. Like a week. Like five days. Not, nah, a, not a, a shit's week. Yeah. Not, but like no, a no, week. No, no, no. Like, that's just week, bro. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, no. It's, okay. like about a, it's like a five to seven day yeah. scruff. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Scruff. Gotcha. That's what I use. Scruff. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I always say, what are you putting on that scruff? And you're at a, you're at a few months and bad Bob over here is a few years. There we go. Yeah. No, but all the levels. Mine's years, but it's just like. It's, sure. man, it's manicured. Sure. Yeah. I wouldn't. I've, I've never let it get like just. Yeah. When was the last time you went full, clean? Oh man, uh, 2019. For your three years, four years. Uh, four I guess so. Damn. Yeah. Shit. Why'd you do? Well, it? I could tell. It's been well, yeah. Long why'd time. you? Why'd you do it, man? Uh, <laughs> you know, I got back from a moose hunting trip, and uh, you had all kind of treats and. I, I really, really <laughs> had a hard time with my beard. I, I. Um, I, it was I, I was wearing this merino wool um, quarter zip that was like had the tall collar and it and it rubbed my neck where you know because I I actually like I actually last year at moose moose camp I shaved because I couldn't stand after like three or four days of the the stuff underneath yeah growing in yeah mm. and and rubbing it was just like I was itching and itching. beard was great but under there was so bad that i just wanted to shave my face clean so it could just breathe like just yeah put lotion on it and like you know that's the line that you're supposed to use i I think there's supposed to be like three fingers or something right there you're supposed to keep it not supposed to or not have to but they suggest that because of that same reason yeah, I mean, even even like, like how many you shouldn't have it this tight. How many you know? vests do you buy where they got this stupid collar that sticks up right here and just rubs it rubs crazy? In yeah, so I always was told right under the Adam's apple. You what is the line under the Adam's yeah, apple? No, it it's above. It's above that. Yeah, Maybe I it's think above. it's like two lines above or one line or something mm. like that. It's it's just above the Adam's apple though. Yeah, where's yeah. mine at? Yeah, yours is uh. Yours is a few fingers it's above. Just above. the side of the uh-huh. double chin. <laughs> oh no, he did. Damn. You, you know, and you know, honestly, truth be told, man, I um, is that why I, you got yours? I, I really started growing a beard because I, I, you know, I got into parenthood, did the classic, you know, Dad on, packed on some pounds, and I was like, oh no, like it, it goes. Oh no, my it face. goes right. It goes right to my. My neck. I mean, it shows like, yeah. like 10, 15 pounds goes like, get right. You That's how mine it. is. Right Damn, B. Yeah. Yep. And so. Damn, you got a thick neck, boy. Yeah, exactly. And so I was like, and with like, my cover chin. Cover that gobbler up. And well, you I have a turtleneck? This, well, I have a gnarly scar right here, too. Oh, cool. Like, it's just like about the size of a dime. Just like a uh, fucking just battle wound. 
and mm. it's like just fully covered up. Yeah. And I have a butt chin too. Stop it! <laughs> you don't under I there. I swear to God, I have I a butt, butt chin. chin uh, yeah. You do? Yeah, yeah. you can kind of. I got a straight. I got a straight up butt. I got a straight up butt chin. So nice butt though. Mm. Nice butt. That Brazilian. You got style. that. Got that booty though on your face. <laughs> got that butt on my face. You know, my plumbing parks in the same area. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, sorry. Continue. We uh, back went to off the there. products. <laughs> okay, so the beard yes. oil is going directly okay, so to the skin. Now that we have the oil Thanks, on, Emily. It's your, uh, <laughs> we're missing a container here. I think. Are we? Uh, we have the wash. The we butter. have the ba- the butter. The we balm, had the oil. I don't oil. See. Oh, okay. So the this is just a sample of butter. So we have. You got to bring that mic. Balm or butter in a container like this. Mm-hmm. And you have them in that box. Yep. Okay, so if you're at that closer, Bob. if if you're at that level uh, where you're at, I would probably be using the balm. Okay, uh, but I wouldn't be afraid to use the butter. The, the The only difference between the two is the balm has more beeswax in it, so it it works a little different. You know, I mean, it's pretty hard to train a really short one. So if you want to try to get it to go somewhere, that's going to help you do that. Okay, so okay. the balm will help you. Uh, it will kind shape of keep it, it a little shape bit. up a little bit. Yeah. Okay. The butter is just it's really easy to apply to a large beard like yours or mine. Yeah. And you can even put it on yours, you know. I mean, the thing is, once you get right down to where you're at, it's just nice, very nice. Uh, it just smells good. You walk into a room and somebody say, Matt. You smell I, that beard? I, I thought I you were in here. Good, it's a good compliment, right? Like, oh, my God, it, 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 it really is nice, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to open it. it. Yeah, yeah just, open it up. Um, open it up. I want to smell it. So... So now what mm. happens? You put this on every day. Now in the wintertime for me, I put the butter on at nighttime when I go to bed too. Yeah, let, oh, it, really? let it get in the because pores. The whole idea so is to keep That's your beard cool. hydrated. Okay? Yeah. So you can wake up in the morning. Like sometimes I can wake up in the morning and I can actually just uh, do pretty good. I don't have to get in the shower necessarily to be presentable. Mm-hmm. If I got something really early I got to take care of, like take the garbage can out. No. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> Go start up the tractor. Right. Start up the tractor. <laughs> Get in the tractor. No. So so then once you're using the, the oils and the butters and all that kind of stuff, uh, they recommend once a week that you wash the beard. Okay. Is that what you do? Not do you do it? Oh, yeah. Are I, you a once I a week? I actually do once a week, yeah. Yeah. So when you get in the shower in the morning, you take uh, your conditioner that you decide you want to use, and you just lather it up and condition it heavily. Wash the rest of yourself. I have a mirror that stands up in my, not stands up, but goes on my wall, and I shave in the bathroom, in, in the shower. Rinse everything off and rinse out this stuff here. And then when I get out of the shower, um, I put the oil on, and I do this whole thing for another week. Cool. The oil, the butter. I'm usually oil and butter. I'll put balm on my mustache once in a while. Uh, right now, it's kind of messed up. So, I, Do you ever do? No. That's a mustache wax, and that's like 50% beeswax. That's different. Like we've, uh, we've sure. maybe got maybe uh, 12, maybe 15% beeswax in the balm. Do you and see yourself you, branching out to the beeswax? Well, market? we're talking about doing beeswax. Uh, actually, what we're talking about doing next now is tattoo care. Where people that get tattoos to make them huh. look really nice and brand and vibrant, new, you know, a- yeah. after it's healed, you can put this on it and it just boom oh, pops, pops them right out, you know. Oh. So we have a tattoo shop in Fort Worth, Texas that is 
using our product now, and we're talking to them. And we have a new guy coming from Mosilla or Palmer coming to Gird, uh, Eagle River uh, with a tattoo shop, and I'm talking to him about the uh, – he's going to carry my product. Uh, and, uh, you know, the thing is you have to get a little bit of information as you go along. You don't really want to just put a tattoo product out there that somebody might not – Used correctly, it could cause a problem on a fresh tattoo, oh, okay. you know, or something like that. You know, yeah. I mean, when I got my tattoos, it was put Vaseline on it until it heals and gets the scab on it. You don't want the scab to dry out because when the scab dries out, it it does wrinkles and then it blood will leak out and then you have a loss of color in the tattoo. So it's kind of important to keep them hydrated, I guess. Uh, uh, but you have to use the right stuff you know so i'm working with uh, two different people on getting that out i've had three or four calls on um mustache wax mm. and yeah. mustache wax it's un- hot, unfortunately it's not item. as popular as the tattoo carriers see huh. so i always go by which one do i do first you know like yeah i did the oil the butter the balm and the wash in that order cool and uh that way we were able to kind of uh and, and it's all the same scent the shampoo yeah and it's it does a, it's it a foaming really shampoo. good it's a foaming shampoo the butter the balm and the oil all have the same scent uh which is the cherry pipe tobacco and how did you come up with that well when i first got involved in trying to figure out what to do because i wasn't too excited over the different products i could find here locally sure i uh I ordered about $700 worth of supplies, and I had shea butter. I had All the uh, ingredients. I had everything you could imagine, and one of the companies that I was working with uh, sent me a deal. It was about 20 different scent bottles in it. Well, I started playing around, and I really got kind of hooked on uh, For some reason, cherry and pipe tobacco just kind of seemed love, right to I me. I love that smell. I mean, I actually had a lady says, why does this remind me of my grandfather? I need mm-hmm. like, I can yet, tell you, you why. Know? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I, I, I mean, so. From that pipe? So it just had that right name for me. Uh, and as you notice, I don't even have the f- scent listed on my product. You sure no. don't? Yeah. It's just the scent of it's, it. It's just what I have. And and uh, and I don't want to have other scents. Even the tattoo will be the same. Yeah. That's because smart. if you go to somebody that really likes to dabble, they'll have 40 different kinds but only use one or two most of the time. Yeah. Yeah, and then and the so other ones just sit there. I just wanted to have what I thought. Basically, I have as many women that like that odor as men. And that's and that's the selling pretty point. close to perfect right there. And because probably yeah. most of the time the women are going to be buying the product for the men. Well, they are. Yeah, and, and especially mm-hmm. if if they if you like my wife, she said, Great point. You know, we went to the fair, and she said, "Okay, we got to go watch the beard contest." I said, "Okay, I'll go." Because I don't never, I hadn't been to the fair in five or six years. They you had know. a beard contest at the fair. Yeah, every year, that. every year, yeah. yeah. Right after the were you like the number one sponsor? Right after the What's up? So anyway, <laughs> I get there. Get and I'm watching this stuff. That's why well, I could do that. And I just kept telling myself, well, yeah. so I decided to grow one. So after about three months, she says, okay, you can get rid of it now. I said, oh, no. <laughs> We're in it happen. now, babe. <laughs> that is not going to happen. Huh? Even the shampoo. Yeah. Even the, even the soap. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I wanted to test that scent through all the products. Oh, yeah, God, it's all the same. So what you'll it find out, totally though, with that... With the shampoo, uh, sometimes when people, in fact, I was one of those people, I, I used it, and I used it, and I thought, man, 
I didn't get much suds out of that. Mm. But I went to Marie's over here on Benson. She sells the product. And she says, yeah, because you have to get it wet and get a little soap on it, rinse it out, and then put some more on it, and then it really suds up good. And she's Mm. right. It did. Yeah. I thought I didn't know that was the normal way it's supposed to work. You know, I'm the old Brill Cream guy. You know, put the crap on and it yeah. suds up and goes. You know, well, that wasn't Brill Cream though. But anyway, <laughs> head and shoulders, I guess maybe. You know. Yeah. So uh, as it turned out, I mean, that's that's how we did that. That's why we did that. Um, it, it, I, I don't know where we were at. Do you, Do you condition after the beard wash or just just the beard wash? That's I it. only condition while I'm in the shower. So I meant like oh oh after I wash yeah you know I never have because it, uh, the beard wash has got well, stuff it's all, in it. yeah sorry to interrupt but it's almost like when you do the wash and then you put the other stuff in that's going to condition it and moisten it up well that's where I'm going to go with it anyway you know and then for the next six days that's all I put on it is my product and then I wash it okay and then and then I and you only wash your beard once a week you said yeah. Okay, walk walk us through. I think I'm washing my beard too much. Yeah, walk us through your typical like week two, two to three on, days. on how you're using your products, real quick. Well, basically, when I'm in the shower, I sh- I condition it the beard. So you use the wash, the beard wash, no wash. Oh, just condition it with your conditioner. Hair, with, with whatever conditioner you want. Hair conditioner. I don't have a conditioner. So what I use for a conditioner is I use. Coconut oil, a coconut, uh, pure coconut conditioner. Okay. You can buy it in the face, too. There's a really cool deal yep. on how you can do that stuff, but I don't like that stuff so well. Uh, and then Frutis, is that the name of that? Frutis? Fructis. Fructis. It's French. Fructis <laughs> conditioner. It, it kind of comes out, uh, it's, it's pretty thick. So I just get it all in there, and then I just, that's the first thing I do when I get in the shower. I get my hair wet. This wet, I put conditioner on this, I wash this, I put the shampoo on it anyway, then I wash the rest of myself, then I get my shaving kit out. The conditioner that I put on here, I also put on here. Okay. On and your then face I put and your my neck. Ear on a wall and I shave. Mm. Rinse everything out, and then I get out, I start putting the oil on. Okay. Directly uh, to the skin. Directly to the skin. Do you put it all over, even on the parts where the hair grows? I only grown? put it where the hair grows. Okay. So well, I'm not growing no hair here. Okay, well, yeah, where, where you well, where your I, beard out where your beard outline is right, gotcha, all over anywhere the hair is you're you're trying to grow the hair out. Okay, and uh, so then once I have the oil in, then I will make a choice. That so, see, like right now, mine is at the length like today. This one here, I don't think I put anything on but the oil, uh, just because I can get away with it a little bit more. And it, a lot of times, what's happening is you're just added you're adding weight too you know so things hang down there a little bit you know but the whole idea of all of it is to hydrate mm. you know alaska is probably the best place for this product because we go through like you can be living in juno where it rains every day but working on the north slope where, where it's, it's the second dries. driest desert in the world yeah you know it runs six percent i think most of the time you know mm. so uh right. not not most of the time, but anyway, in the wintertime. The winter, yeah. And so, I mean, we sell it like crazy up there. The Brooks, uh, Brooks Range uh, oh. Supply. Brooks yeah, Range. I'm, gonna, I'm actually going to pull that up. I was just looking at it earlier. What? The, the store there. Oh, the Brooks Range place? Yeah. What's the store called? Uh, Brooks Range Supply. Brooks Range Supply. Okay, yeah. Number one, there it is. Old Spine Road. Yeah, that's right. Old Spine Road. So they, I have a, I have a nephew, Chad, who works for Otis Elevator. Yep. And he goes up there once every other month to do maintenance work unless he has to go up on a call out. So he went up there and I said, here, will you take this up? 
see if they'd be interested. They said, yeah, we'll try it, you know. So they put it out there. They bought it from is $120 a case. It's, everything I sell, I sell wholesale. I don't do any retail sales at all. Oh. So if my friends want to buy from me or something like that, I, I still don't do retail. I still do the wholesale price. Um, but I don't have that many friends. No. <laughs> I don't <laughs> don't got to worry between, about that too Between much. family and stuff like that, yeah. you know, you go through a lot of it, you know. Plus, I give a lot of it away, uh -huh. you know, for promotional items and yeah. things like that, you Pack know. We have a huge show coming up next week uh, downtown. Oh. oh, really? It's, Tell us it's, about that. It's the wholesale show once a year, every January. And all of the new products that are coming into the area and even the old products, they'll come up and they'll rent a booth. And there's like... I don't know. I'm in booth 710, so I don't know how many booths are actually there. Yeah. But, 711? Uh, and they might start at 700 for all I know. <laughs> but anyway, the uh, no, it's, it's quite large. Uh, it's three days, 18th, 19th, and 20th of next week. And all of the shops, all the small stores, it was only for gift stores in the very beginning. But then they've opened it up to anybody that sells stuff, you sure. know. And so it comes from uh, southeast. Everybody comes up here. It's the only Alaskan... Wholesale oh, show. Cool. Okay. Is it the Alaska Wholesale Gift Show? Yep, that's it. Oh, Alaska wow. Wholesale Gift Store Show. So I'm really hoping that, because uh, a lot of people are saying to me, well, Bob, how come you don't put it online? How come you don't go way out there? And it's because in two days, I'm going to turn 75. I don't want Damn. a big headache. <laughs> yeah. I don't want yeah. another 50 employees. I don't want to have to tell somebody to do. I don't want to have to pay the workers' comp. I don't want to have to pay the insurance. Mm -hmm. I don't want to have to pay none of that crap. So I'm trying to let it kind of ease out. I'm trying to let it do its its thing. Otherwise, what it does, I'll follow suit and I'll make whatever happen has to happen. Yeah. You know? So, uh, like some people, I go in and, and they say, "Well, we'll try. Can we just get a case of instead of twelve? Can I get four of each?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, three. No. Well, I let them do it because okay. they're small and they need. They need help to get started. I mean, gotcha. yeah, yeah. I mean, so many people has, have looked at me with doubt, and they're usually the first ones that reorder. Oh wow! But they keep reordering the same. Oh, the same thing. four pack. So oh. we've been able to figure a lot of this stuff out. How we're going to handle a lot of this stuff, like, uh, like you know, Homer or Prudhoe Bear or whatever. I use the UPS uh, flat rate box. Okay. Oh, okay. So, so their smallest box is ten forty five. That box that I brought in here is eighteen oh five. Oh, their medium box is seventeen oh five. Okay, I can put three cases in their medium box. Oh, mm. I see. So I'm going to let them know. Okay, now we can do that, but I just want you to know up front that this is what it's going to come in. So you're going to end up with twelve bottles in a box that will hold thirty six <laughs> or twenty four or whatever it's got. Thirty six, yeah, yeah, items. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, so we're going to solve that problem that way, but, but it, it's, it's been, um, it, I have not sold to any store. Well, I take that back. There's been one store mostly because of, I, I think it's just not the market area, but anyway, every other store that I have sold to has reordered and they have reordered multiple times. And they're reordering now. I mean, I just I went to Palmer today, and I dropped up two cases at Marie's uh, on Benson today. Wow! So it's it's a constant thing, and so as it as it as it grows, I mean, I am going to put some stuff out there. 
you know, but I, the thing is, is like right now, like I told you before in my previous business, I had so many people doing things for me that I didn't really understand how the paperwork worked as far as like the guy that's helping with my bank reconciliations, you know, <laughs> he's just a good friend. He loves to, you know, he's just a great person. Anyway, he, uh, he's taking care of my books. And he said, well, you can't, don't bring me this like this. You got to put this in here. <laughs> like, like I'll bring him all the paperwork, but I won't have it entered in the checkbook. Well, how much did you sell him? I, saw, I don't know. <laughs> this much. No. What did you sell him? Well, how am I supposed to know that? <laughs> so <laughs> that, was, that was 12 books ago. I mean, I don't even know, you know. So it's, it's, it is, it's cool for me. I mean, setting up the business, doing the business, I, that, that I could do that in my sleep. But r running the business and the book work part is the stuff that I always had employees do. So mm -hmm. it's, it's a little different uh, for little, me. So I'm trying there. to, yeah. And I'm just trying to, you know, grasp it all, learn it all, and um, just have fun with it. You know, so I traveled Sounds to like Fairbanks. Yeah. I mean, when I went to Fairbanks, I stayed in, I, I never have done it before. I stayed in a hostel. Oh, oh wow. wow. Okay. You ever stayed in one? No. I, I have There no. is a cool one in Fairbanks. Uh, the guy is Scandinavian. Uh, Swin. Swin's Hostel, I think is the name of it. Anyway, it was like uh, $70 a night. I got a cabin with lights, with heat, with a door. And no mosquitoes for seventy dollars a night. Everybody else was three hundred in the middle of the summer. Wow! You go in there, and he's got like, uh, oh, I would suppose there was probably. And you could put a tent in there if you wanted to. Take your own tent, you know. Oh, you can't take your car in there. You can park out in the parking lot and whatever you want to do. You put your food in the main kitchen. You put your beer in the main refrigerator. Nobody touches it. They have campfire at night. Everybody gets around. They talk. They have fun, and. Sure. I mean, uh, did you share the cabin with anybody? You can if you want to. I didn't. I, there was a two bunks in it, uh, one on each side, two cots type thing. You know, uh -huh. it wasn't big or anything like that. Yeah. But it it was sufficient. It was it was just oh fine. for seventy bucks you'll take that all day. Well, no kidding. Yeah. I mean, I pay Especially that much for a, a camping damn parking experience. spot for my camper half yeah. the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, sometimes easily, I know. Yeah. Easily. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I did that last year. And I mean, uh, that was one of my better, uh, I had a great time at Soldotna. I stayed at the Soldotna Inn. Uh, it's kind of an older style place, but their rates are pretty good. I think they're 104 in the wintertime. In the summertime, they go to 169. Mm -hmm. uh, I go to an, you know, usually I'm traveling. Uh, if I'm just doing this, I don't take my motor home with me. I just take my truck. And now that I have my truck ready for whatever. It's see, all decaled uh, up. You know. Huh? The thing's all decaled up, man. So. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> Advertising machine now. Yeah. So it'll, it'll, uh, it's just fun. Right now, I'm just having so much fun. I would rather be on the road selling every day than walking in the bank and depositing money because I think that's just a pain in the butt for me right now. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I look at the girls. I think, can you guys fill these things out? Or do I got to do that. What, what's your count number? Give us that stuff. I just take it for it. I've known them for years. You know, Here's the so. money. Figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> can you pull up, Brandon, uh, the yep. where to buy? Um, once again, the, the sure. website is Bob, uh, Bad Bob's Alaskan Beer Products. Scroll back up to the top. Oh, there's so, all those places. So these, yeah, he's oh got he's got reach. He's got them in regions. So Anchorage, Matsu, Interior, and Kenai Peninsula. So you can Alaska Mint. You know the Mint Boys. Oh yeah, the Mint it? Boys. No yeah, yeah. Love Ace. Yeah. Love Ace Hardware. Yeah, yeah. We got some barber shops in there in Anchorage. The walking uh, store, supply stores, uh, Great Northern Knives, Great Northern Knives. Some of the uh, Once in a Blue Moose downtown there. 
Yeah, they got people. all of them. Ulu. They got Talkeet. The walking walk store. store. Yep. <laughs> <Yep>. Trustworthy <laughs> hardware in Eagle River for the Eagle River boys. Yep. They like a good beard out there in Eagle River. Ma- Matsu Valley, Kenai Peninsula. We talked about them earlier. Tons got, of stores you there. Cover. Oh, you got them in Nomar. I love that store. Nomar. In Nomar. You know where that's at? Oh, yeah. I got a bunch of They. I think they got the best pants around. Oh. They got some pants in Nomar. Um, they're like, like, rain, a, like rain pants? No, they're they're they are. There's kind of half. They're they're fleece pants. All their stuff they make there. Like tactical pants. Tactical pants. But I've been oh. using. I use them for ice fishing. I use them for boating. Um, cool. In all the right areas, on your ass, on your knees, on your uh, on your ankles, it's all reinforced mm-hmm. with waterproof stuff. Yeah. Nice. And they'll fix anything anytime. Cool. You know, they, just take it back and they'll sew product, it up yeah. or fix it up. They got good. That's and cool. the, the other really cool thing that they have. Um, is they have waterproof floating rifle cases, soft cases. Oh, yeah. So I got God a couple forbid. of those. <laughs> you need yeah. that. <laughs> no, I know, but like it's nice sometimes. Like I, I, That's all I use. Is that for like, like the wife kicks you off the boat, do you have a way of surviving? Exactly. Just, just hang on to that. Hang on to that. You got a gun? <laughs> yeah. Well, I do, a lot of float. I do a lot of float hunts and stuff like that. So no, when you're dealing smart. with the raft or if I'm going on the Kenai, I'll put the shotgun in there. You do bring a shotgun. To I leave it for the camp. Yeah, for yep. the wife and the kids, and I'll have the forty-four on me if yep. I'm out fishing because you never know they can yep. come right behind you. Yeah, um, and those little floating cases, and they're cool. really nice. They got an insert in there and different colors, and nice little um, D rings and stuff on that, so you can attach it. Like I'll cool. even put that on the six by six and attach it. Yep. on the side. Those of it, are right? a must, man. Yeah. I live and die by those things. Yep. Um, Sage Dry is another good Alaskan company that makes that. So, is that their name? Sage Dry. Yeah, sage dry out of cake, yeah. In Alaska. Yeah, yeah those are the southeast their, boys their that make some good similar nice. similar things. Cool. I know so we sh- need to have them on. I got their information at the sportsman show last spring, and um, never had a chance to follow through with them. But they have a lot of great products and dry bags and stuff like that too. So. Yes, yeah, so if you're in Homer, stop by Nomar. You got a lot of good good stuff in that store, and sounds like Nomar, uh, Nomar, and then there's a, just down the road, east of them. Uh, is uh, the place called Jeans? Homer Jeans. Oh man, bring your checkbook. That place, you better bring a checkbook. They oh, got some man. nice stuff. It's all Homer top Jeans, of the man. line. Have you been yeah. in Homer Jeans? No, what? what? Oh, of my all people, God. stop. Yo, listen, listen. Me and my <laughs> wife go. We try to go do our honeymoon in Homer. Yeah. Or not honeymoon, but our, our um, anniversary. anniversary. And we'll go rent a place, or sometimes we'll camp or whatever. Yeah. And we always go to Homer and buy ourselves some fancy. They got top of the, I mean, Patagucci, all the nice stuff. And then we'll go to Nomar. Is it on the strip or earlier? It's for that. No, before. it's it's on the same uh, thing as Nomar. Yeah, We're all the main Pioneer the main street Drive main street characters. Yeah. Nomar, Nomar's on East End Road. No, it's on Pioneer. It's all on the Pioneer. same road. Yeah, yeah. My bad. it's all on yeah. the same road. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then the shop right behind the jean store called Oodle Dollies. Oh yeah, oh they got such like weird, cool like. Cool beard stuff. No, but they have so much good like. Yeah, she uh, has some. Bobs. I mean, she has stuff you don't see everywhere. You know, yeah. Yeah. and she's a hoot. She she really is. She's a. She's I don't a think I've been in that in that yeah. shop. Which one? The ones you guys just mentioned, oodles, oodles, oodles. It's right behind Homer. Oh, oodles, oh, of oodles. oodles of noodles. <laughs> yeah, no, Homer. Had, Homer has so many great little little stores. Yeah, Bob, you got man, you got it going on, dude. You got your products in all these stores and different regions of the state. You've good job, Bob. Clearly spread the word. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's moving. You know, we got yeah. the, like that the the park. You know where the park store is at? 
Did you see the store up there? It's called the Park Mart. The Park Mart? Oh, it's Where right there. Park right Mart there. on Denali National Park. Oh, cool. Yeah, right there at Denali National Park. So you get the tourists and you get all the workers. Are you talking there, about like right through Glittertown right there in the main? Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. Uh, on the right-hand side and it's uh-huh. right behind the gas station. Oh. Can you pull into the gas yeah. station? You can get That's gas. You can go over mark? here. You can go back oh, there. I know. Yeah, 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 I saw yeah. that a lot this summer. Yeah, White okay. Raven uh, Corporation, I think, is their, their main name or something like that. Mm. A couple of really nice Cool. People. I've never actually stopped and, like, walked through that, like, you shop area. You never have? Oh, I have. I've been in every one of them shops. <laughs> I, I need to. buy buried I, oil? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Find me some bad bobs. Yeah, I got well, it's you. very touristy, and I think a, a lot of people that, like us, we're just driving right through that well, place. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm on a mission. If you're not got with a trailer you're trying to show the country to, you're flying through it. Yeah. yeah. That's the way, that's Cooper Landing for you right there. Yeah. Yep. yep. Same. Great same. point. Great Is point. there a place that you got your eye on that, has yet to come on board with your products. Is there a place what you have your eye on that that isn't on board yet that you're looking to to reel them in? There is. Uh, I probably in, in my mind I've only scratched the surface. Okay. Uh, we don't have that many shops in Anchorage for the population. Uh, I think. Uh, I mean, I have like I think five or six stores in Eagle River. They all do great. Yeah. You go to Homer or Seward, and the first thing they say is, "Well, who else is selling it?" Yeah. And like in Seward, they don't want to sell it if the guy across the street's selling it because that's mm. my neighbor. Yeah. Right? Well, they don't want to compete. Like you're in the business to, to make money, but bro. Move product. Well, well there's, there's exclusiveness to things there that they want to. And I understand that. But like the lady yeah. that I was talking to, everything in her shop costs about $3,000. <laughs> the guy she was talking about, that she, didn't like wanna, jeans. she didn't want to <laughs> interrupt her, his place. Uh, he sells skateboards. Well, okay. Oh. So two different clientels. Totally, yeah. completely. Yeah. Even if it's a tourist, it makes no difference. How many sixty-five-year-old tourists are going to go in and buy a skateboard? Not many. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I didn't when I was. 65. But you know, that's your neighbor, and you got to. You don't want to. You know, but you, you don't want to these people. Exactly. You yeah. Live you know, with these people day so in and day out, and and so as you know, it's a lifetime of business that can happen easily. Yeah, that's yeah. an etiquette thing there. Yeah. You know, what about is, and you got to respect it, and I do. Mm-hmm. I mean the the. Seward is probably the hardest one uh, in that in 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 that area. Okay, uh, Homer would probably be second, uh, and then Soldatna. But Soldatna is kind of like, oh well, I don't like her anyway. I'll take some. <laughs> <laughs> well, Soldatna is kind of busy because you got kind of Kenai yeah, and Soldatna's yeah, yeah. all right there, you know. Yeah. So and there's uh, a high demand in the, on the seasons yeah. too, right? Fairbanks, yeah. I would like to have more in, but Fairbanks is a tough market. I mean, it, to me, it's so. Mm. Laid out weird, you know. But this year here, I have so much more to go for. You know, I got to tell you a story. I talked to a lady. Uh, I, I won't mention her name. But anyway, there's people in the state that they actually sell your products to all the stores. Uh, like they a have distributor. Huh? Like a distributor? That yeah, like, yeah, like our, what was it? Grace. Somebody, somebody Grace mm-hmm. used to be here. Anyway, I called the lady, very nice lady, and I told her what I had going on. And this was in April last year. And she said, well, I'm afraid you're too late. They've all bought for the year. You oh. missed the program. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so anyway. Mr. Um, Window there. She said, let me, uh, uh, let me make a couple suggestions. And she said, why don't you try the Saturday market and see how that works for you? That'll tell you how you're thinking. So I was very nice about it. Uh, I already knew with my logos and my branding and everything else that that was not – going to have to work it wasn't going to be that way 
So anyway, I sent her my logo the next day because I just got it back from Dan. We got them all done, you know. So yeah. I sent her a copy of my logo, and she says, will you please let me know when your product gets into town? Mm. <laughs> She's so, like, that's catchy. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's a it, – but in any case, uh, then she followed that up the next day with a logo saying that my people are telling me we would have to sell like 45,000 units to make it worth our while. And I said, well, get busy. <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I mean, I did 60 stores in five months if you can't do, and, that, and then that's selling cases, you know. Yeah. So I think they probably could have taken it on and done it. But they, like I said, she's a very, very nice lady. Uh, I hope to meet her here next week and see. Uh, but I, I, the thing is, you have to pay them, see. So it's like, it's, it's, it's a percentage, yeah, 15% of your price or whatever. Oh, okay. And, mm. and we've actually, in terms of, uh, pricing for the stores it's very very good mm. you know uh the wholesale price on they they double their money they make good money they, yep. they make very good money you know you gotta sell a lot we were talking about yeah well you have to sell a lot mm. but you know if you walk into some of these gift stores they got stuff that costs 10 cents Right. You know, I remember back in the day, we was talking about the uh, peanut farm. You remember this place behind it, uh, the Knott's Berry Farm place? Yeah. Not Knott's Berry Farm, but the Berry uh, Company. Wildberry. Yeah, Wildberry. Yeah. They're still there. Knott's they're Berry. still there. <laughs> so, yeah, they're still there. Yeah. So, anyway, um, when I was younger, a uh, young person, 15, 16, whatever, uh, they weren't there. But when they first came to town, I don't remember when they came to town, but whenever it was they came to town, they were selling these things. It was 12-gauge red shotgun shells empty with a moose turd on the top painted red. <laughs> <laughs> and they were advertising it was lipstick for the girls. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, so seven ninety nine. <laughs> Sold. <laughs> Tourists, man, they'll buy it. Oh my well, God! I mean, you the that. mosquito things and everything else, yeah. and they use all that. How about the old moose where you lift his tail and his and the moose droppings a, come uh, out? M &M. The chocolates, yeah, yeah. it comes yeah. out or something like that, you know. So, but I always thought that was a pretty good little deal there. But so you know, I mean, pricing it, it's not uh, in 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 a lot of these stores. I mean, I had a guy that sells a lot of stuff, and he told me if I can make a thousand dollars a year off your product, I'll be happy. Mm. So I don't know what the rest of them, how they gauge that, gauge all that kind of stuff. You know, I mean, I know in my other business, you know, uh, you know, we didn't really care what anybody else charged about anything, you know. Yeah, you found your number and rolled with it. Yeah. yeah. You figure out what your budget is. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like what they talk about when they say, do you have a business plan? Do you have this? Do you have any goals? You know, if you don't have those things, it's pretty hard to say what you're going to charge for something. Yeah. You know, are you going to grow? Are you going to be bigger? Yeah. You Does your price reflect growing money, <laughs> bigger <laughs> money, you know, advertising coins and stuff like that, you know? So, I mean, at this point in the game, it's mostly all seed money. I mean, there's not a lot of, it's good gross profits, but it's not, uh, not to the point where we feel like we could just lay back on our laurels, you know, and yeah. Yeah. happen, you know, you just, yeah. just keep pushing. You, don't, you didn't order the second tractor yet? No. <laughs> I am going to Sturgis. Yeah. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Are now you motor do you ride? No. Okay. No. Uh, I, st I tried to. And my yeah. wife said no. So I brought home my first John Deere. 
You, you should go to Sturgis with that thing. <laughs> take the old tractor down there. Yeah, take Sturgis. the old tractor down there. <laughs> no, we're going to go to Sturgis. We, uh, a, a good friend of mine went through Sturgis uh, three months ago and talked to a guy named Dave Smith who owns the uh, Indian motorcycle store in Sturgis. Oh, okay. And he said he'd be interested in and looking at carrying it. He didn't say he would. He didn't say he wouldn't. He said he'd be interested. So yeah. so we're going to get with him and talk to him about that. I mean, that that would be a big hit right there, you know. He might need about three more inches. Yeah, get that, that thing length. flowing. Oh, I know. But I think mine's good time. Really well, I, I did see that you want, were the winner right. of the 2022 <laughs> Ferrandi Mountain Goat Beard Contest. True. Oh, so you did enter a competition. Yeah. You know, okay. Uh, what's that? So you did enter a competition. Oh, yeah. He so did. Yeah, and he won it. And I he won it. the first round, yeah, and did that. Actually, there's... Was the beard looking like that at the time? Well, it wasn't looking a whole lot different because okay. I think it's kind of not grown too much anymore. Mm. Uh, that's according to my wife. I'm not really sure. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it really depends on how you take the picture. Because uh, you can take oh, a picture sure. Fish pick, mount pick, oh, yeah. whatever. Yeah. It's so much bigger in some and so much shorter in others. It's Somebody behind fun. that really lifted yeah. it Yeah, get it The strategies to pictures, guys. <laughs> it's it's all about the angle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but the, uh, the fur rendezvous deal was kind of a, I, I, they had the mountain goat, okay? There's 13 different categories. Categories. Okay. I was the only one in the mountain in the mountain girl category. Oh, <laughs> you won now, by default. Now, what, 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 what is, it, is it because yours is mostly like <laughs> uh, like uh, not full? You could not it's have a goatee any hair between here and here. Oh, okay. Can you pull up actually the, the uh, Ferrandi? Because I wanted to get oh, into oh, this because yeah, yeah. I did a little like geeking out on it, and you and you start going down the rabbit hole on looking at these dudes' beards and the stuff they put in them, and the styles, and the curves, and the wax, and the. I mean, it's crazy. It is very crazy, but it is so much fun. Okay, yeah. Okay, so we got. Yeah, look at that guy right there with the like the, all the. Cur yeah, yeah. You just passed him. Go back, back left. The blondie. Left. No, no. Left on the blondie. Yep. Says One more left. Steampunk tendy. Oh, down, down, left. Down and left. Nope. This too far. Nope. One the, right. Curly. Oh, there you dude, go. this dude. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Geometrical oh shapes. That's not the acreage for rendezvous. No, I know, but I just wanted to get into this topic of the beard contest that happened. Now, what what Jesus. category is this? Is this like artistic? Because they're using a lot of what the beeswax to do that. <laughs> Says steampunk, whatever that is. <laughs> steampunk. It's steampunk style. It's got to be beard wax or beeswax to make it like or stick. beeswax. Yeah, stick like that. I mean, look at that. And then it connect. It's all connected. Yeah. That's a mean, uh, it's a mean high maintenance setup right there. Go back to some of those other pictures. Actually, I wonder if it says the categories if you go back to um, the front. Oh, okay, you want me to? Uh, yeah, but if anyone listening, man, just do a quick like Google search on those beard competitions and what these guys are doing. It's crazy. I mean, obviously everyone's seen a beard, but like the artistic nature, the way that they're shaping the beard and curling it into itself and just making it like go out left and right. Ooh, thank you. So now check that beard out. Oh, okay. That's that guy there. Oh, man. Okay, so this guy has a nice, beautiful orange beard, and that's down to his belly button. That's called ginger. <laughs> 
Uh, what did I say, orange? <laughs> okay, well, so, <laughs> sounds about right. Yeah, same, so, same. Uh, he owns Ginger. 907 Surplus. Oh, okay. On Boniface. Okay, you're, you got to get up to the mic there. Very cool guy. Very, very oh, that's a that's a that's a that's a commitment. Yeah, and he just got second place in the nationals. Holy, Holy smokes! Shit. With just with just the beard like that, does he do anything to it when he goes to the competitions? <laughs> He's using my product. Okay, <laughs> so you know, sponsored it, athlete. You, you groomed it. You groomed it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he grooms it. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> Does it say when you go to the Ferrandi thing? Okay, there, there he is, right there. That's actually him, that's right the there, dude, right? Okay, oh, yeah, so look at right that, there. man. It looks look like at that a freaking carpet. It looks like a beaver tail. Yeah. Oh, where <laughs> is that? At? It looks like a beaver tail office. It's when I so said I like thick. beards. <laughs> that's a little too much. Hey, where's that? Oh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Where I don't want to be swimming exactly. in it. Saying, huh? That's him, though. Yeah, that's him. I was just wondering if that's him. And uh, I, that's probably some sort of competition. Okay, somewhere. so Mister Furface, so he won one, and the other <laughs> he one. He just travels with his beard like a circus and shit. Is that what he's doing? Well, that's it. No, they're just showing off that they won the, the competition. National. Scroll down I mean, a little the bit world more. Championship uh, is in Germany this year. Under that one, yeah. Look at this guy's one. This one here, the Tulsa man. Oh yeah. Oh, that's like the um. We call that. What do you call that one? That, that, that's what mine would do if I let it just go. That's exactly what mine would. Is do. Is that the right Chow there. Chow? Just the chow chow or the looks husky. Like it. It, it looks like it looks like you <laughs> stick your finger in the You're like you the got socket, electrocuted. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is this the homie here too? No, that's a different guy. Okay. okay. Oh, but look at that one, dude. Okay, so this guy has the Billy Goat Jeez. one that you're saying. These guys have the Billy Goat one. Oh, where there's no connection. Where it doesn't go above like your cheekbone. It's almost yeah. like the goatee and style. Doofus looking ones. The Billy Goat. The billy goat. Well, it's a goatee. It's really a goatee beard is what it is. Versus oh, yeah. like how it doesn't connect to his sideburns. Yeah, up there. Up Do you the ever, um, you guys seen the MMA referee that that has the, the two, he has like no hair right here on the chin, and he has the long, and they're braided. They're no. braided. They're braided all the way down to like his belly button. Put in UFC beard. And he, he fights with that? No, no he's, he's a, a referee. Ref. Put in oh, UFC oh, ref. referee beard. Okay. And it'll pop up. I forget what his name. He's a really good referee. Um, and uh, his, it's just like the chops. He like grew the chops out. I mean, that must have been a decade of growth. Yeah, you'd think. Beard and it, then put in ref there. Okay, there he is right there on the top left. Yep, top left. Oh my gosh! You I see that? Seen Holy that. shit! So that's just the chop. You never seen him reffing? No. What What's that beard called, Bob? Where, where what do you call it's, that? It's actually more like a mustache. Looks it's like the nice. mustache, and then he just grows the chops. Yeah, it's I like a know. chop beard with the extended. Um, it's like it's like the opposite of Bob's beard, where it's a goatee. It's like yeah, well, Mike Beltran is his name. That's oh, kind of yeah. where the hair grows the longest too. Is on the on on the side right there. Yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. That dude's just yoked. Oh yeah. Oh Jesus. he's UFC referee, man. He's gotta <laughs> stop these. He's gotta be ready. Yeah, he's I'm surprised you never around, seen though. this. This guy. He's pretty he's I pretty have, up there. He's I, pretty I good guess referee. I have All I see is Herb Dean. <laughs> Old Herb Dean. Yeah, that's pretty crazy, dude. Yeah. Is that hold up. Well, Can you go I, back? What is it? Which is that one? Brett Kissel? That's not him. The ref, right? No. This guy here? Down to the right. See, look at that guy there. Yeah. No. Oh no, that's okay. a, that's oh, he, he's a, 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 he's a he's a he's a. We're just another beer Steven. admiration. Yeah, I'm into it. Yeah, some I NFL like dudes actually have some pretty mean beards. 
Don't you get know, me you, going down a rabbit hole. You know who's got a major? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you want to talk about beards I like? Um, our our boy Ira, man, he's got he a, does have a really nice beard. That guy's beard is like something else. He does his own product. He makes his own product. Yeah, that's actually. what I thought like too. Organic stuff. I thought he brought some to maybe to the meat party last year or something. I thought I remembered that. He may have because he was like he hadn't made any at the time when he came on the show. But yeah, that thing's um, that thing's thing's serious. Yeah, I so I, my whole regimen with the beard thing is like not at all like that. How it, it, many times a week are you washing? <clears throat> so I'm like every like three days, it, it, but I was doing it. I was washing doing it every time I wash my hair. Yeah, it, like like, and that's too much. I realized real quick it was like it's drying yeah drying it out. So, so hey, Bob. Yeah. So what I do is I, I, I actually take the, the, the butter. So I like scrape it with my thumb and I put a little bit in my palm. Then I take the beard oil and I drip it into, into the, the, the butter. And then I rub it in my hands and then I like, yeah, I like get it in there. So I would put the oil on by itself, rub it into the skin. Okay. So you're just rubbing the oil on your hair. Yeah. And then I would take the butter. But like, oh. like for you, you would probably get four days out of that sample of butter. Whoa. That's uh, not a lot. Yeah, well, th this? That, yeah. Yeah. Because he's thicker no, than his no, thicker? No, I, 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 I would... <laughs> I would use it. Oh, hey, double chinny butt chin. I'm talking about your beard. I've never seen any butt chin. I could, I could probably get two weeks out of that. Of yeah, how much I use. Yeah, that's not enough. So you're saying you got to use more. More. Get it moisted up. Yeah. Now, now just I got to buy shoes for my kids. Well, well yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, though, that, that I felt like makes it go longer is when I mix the oil in it. Yeah, but the oil's not doing you any good. It's not doing as good as it should if you're not rubbing it into the skin. Mm. Where that, see, when you when you when you put that butter on, it, it all melts at seventy eight degrees. Yeah, yeah, that's so the thing. That it's on just there. it's right. just like oily right. in my hands. And then hands I will take it and I will just go like that, you know, like that. And I'll get it in there and then I'll yep, wipe yep, it yep, in there. Yep, just like that. You know, that's yeah, that's I what I do. All, just the butter though. Just the butter. Yeah, and you'll just do the oil to the skin. Yeah, I mean theoretically, that's what the oil's for. I mean, like on some days, I will just take the oil. I'll put like an extra large amount on. I'll get a lot on there, and I'll just wipe it down, you know, just to kind of see how it's going to set up and dry out and hmm. and fill out and stuff because it's yeah. always different, you know. Yeah, depending different. on like how dry it is or yeah. how humid it is, because yeah. this all goes to hell if you go to like Hawaii, you go somewhere where it's humid, you are like. It's just extra oily now because it yeah. doesn't dry out no, as fast. I wouldn't care about that too much. No, I mean, I didn't change anything. I just noticed the difference yeah. in, like, oiling it all up in the morning and then, you know, in Alaska yeah. in January and then doing it there. Well, it you like, know, oh. I'll tell you another thing. Do you know that beards are actually cooler in the summer? I don't mean looking. But they'll they keep your face cooler, cooler in the winter, in the summer. Hmm. They're actually cleaner than a, than a shaven face. Because when you shave a face every day, you're cutting the skin open, exposing it to bacteria mm. every day. Yeah. You know? 
Right. So here you're not doing that. You know, you're you're constantly protecting the skin. Hence why there's facial hair to begin with. It's for protection, right? Right. Yeah. So it's a. Would you say you oil every? You want to oil every day? What's that? Would you want to use the oil every day? I do every day. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely every day. And if I'm lazy at night, instead of putting butter in, I'll put oil on at nighttime. You know, and it doesn't leave, doesn't stain the pillows. The pillow or nothing. I haven't been chewed out for that lately. Yeah, (laughs) I wondered that though. If it would like, maybe like no grease up your your pillow or anything. Well, it it, it, apparently it washes out. I can't imagine how it can't do that because you like when I go to bed at night, I take this thing and wrap it around here, and then I put it back like that, and I can read. Otherwise, it's in my way. You know, so. Does the old beard tuck? Yeah, <laughs> the beard tuck. Yeah, <laughs> never had to do that. <laughs> he could actually braid his if he wanted to. Hundred percent. I never did like the braid. I braid it for you right now, Bob. Yeah, I never liked the braid. You braiding. want a French? You want a cornrow inside, outside? What cornrow? that shit up, bitch. <laughs> Bob, I'll be your braid queen. <laughs> cornrow it up. <laughs> Well, uh, we appreciate you coming in here, Bob, and, and bringing in your products and, and what you're doing yeah. actually help, like, you know, the manly man in Alaska. And, you know, when I had my beard, actually, can we pull that picture up real quick? Because I'm very proud of that I picture. I saw your beard. Oh, yeah. Um, I have a nice, uh, they did call me Santa. Um, <laughs> but you know what? I was the best looking Santa out there. I'll tell you that. Yeah, um, I can see that. And I got into the beard oil because my barber um, suggested it. And I used it. It wasn't. It wasn't your product at the time. Nice. Dude. Who's your barber? Um, now I am. My barber. His name's Orlando. He's at. Um, it's Razor on Diamond. Yeah, oh, it's because the owner of that shop makes his own beard oil. Oh, does he? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, was I was trying like, to get I in. Know. There. <laughs> okay. I know because I was trying to get in there. Finally, I had to ask this guy. Your barber, in fact. Uh huh. He's the first one on the left. No, that's not him. He's he's a different guy. Oh, okay. But I know he's on my... Yeah, yeah, the first guy on the left. I, I know finally said, man, I got to talk to you. Because I had a friend who was going that in and kept dead. trying to do that. And he said, well, nice. here's the deal. I can't sell your stuff because the owner... I think that's uh, makes 2019. Yeah. That was 2019 right there when... Because we got a um, sheep that year. Yep, and, and the Flyers beat oh, the yeah. Double Shovel Cider Boys at the Ashcoe. Look at Jack Daniel. That Jack, he's just sad. Good. I know, people, you know what? I got hit on so, by so many old ladies when I had that beard. You got to say, babe, Alexia, daddy's got to keep it going. Yeah, that's cool. They got to give, the, I'm sorry I gotta today. give the people what What's they that, want. What's that? Uh, well, that was a hockey tournament we won in Homer. Oh, really? Yeah. Cool. And, um, Just the contrast from the dark to light. You've got like the oh, natural salt colors. Pepper, salt and pepper. I salt should and grow that back. Did you go, what school did you go to? I went to East High School. Bit. Oh, East High. Yeah. Yeah. T-Bird, baby. I went to, you know, uh, I went to Clark Junior High. I went to Wendler, though. So we had this guy named. Mountain View Cuz. I think it was <laughs> Mr. Walker. I can't remember. But this was back in like 1963, maybe. Okay. We had to grapple down the outside of that building. Nice. And we didn't have nothing on, but oh, we were wow. just showed how to do it. No hats, no nothing, a rope, and how no you helmet. put it around you, and you <laughs> grapple down. You see how deep that is? Oh, so yeah. Clark Jr. High used to be a. Um, uh, community bomb shelter in the Cold War in the 60s. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Hmm. So then they rebuilt it. No, you, were you there on the rebuild? No, you're not. You're too old for that. 
Yeah. Too, too, old. Too, yeah. <laughs> too old for that, boys. <laughs> well, if you look at that beard right there, you'd be uh, slightly yeah. confused. Man, that looks good. God, zoom in a little bit on that. Let yeah. me look a little bit more at that. Can you repost yeah. that? Like, yeah. that needs to be posted. Need, I'm going to put it out. When this show comes out, I mean, look at that, man. That looks like a champion. Look at that belt. And, like, that one, and then your one in the mountains. Like. Oh, yeah, I got some no, of the mountains. Yeah, you got the same here. Yeah. Can we make but a, man, you're right. A, that thing would get so itchy right here. Oh, yeah. But now I got the stuff. AWP real. Yeah. And like I say, the other thing too is the ladies really would like to see you smell a little better than most. You know, a lot of the guys. Yeah. He ain't lying. Yeah. <laughs> no, <it's> true. <laughs> well, you know, you you know what's cool is he, with a really good beard scent, you don't even need to wear cologne. Cause it, no, I it's, don't know what you would for. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. You, if you wear cologne and then you have that, it's like it exudes too, enough. Yeah, it's too much. And then mm, if you just yeah. roll, let your beard do the work. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Don't you know, say that's where nothing. they're at anyway. <laughs> just don't say nothing and see who says something first. Oh yeah, my my. Uh, I get comments all the time when I get a hug. They're like, "Oh dang, it's like yeah. getting a whiff of that beard, my, aren't you?" My niece uh, said <laughs> something to me the other day that when uh, uh, Mike, her husband, uh, started using it, she said. I, I never could smell him. I mean, now I smell him every time he comes in the room. I say, well, who is that? You know, I'm pretty happy with it, you know. It's that cherry, it's that cherry nice. tobacco. Yeah. yeah. Well, Bob, we appreciate you coming in and, and sharing uh, your products and um, your like pretty it. much your life story with us growing up in Alaska. And, and anyone wanting to check this stuff out, once again, the website is badbobsalaskanbeardproducts.com. Um, there's lots of stores around Anchorage, Fairbanks, the Valley, um, South Central that you can purchase this. You got stores in Southeast? That's what we're doing. Hopefully okay, that's coming we're up. We're going to try to accomplish that this uh Okay, that's coming up. This, uh, that's coming up. They'll coming be there this week, year. Yeah. They'll be there this year once maybe, you get to maybe, that show. Maybe Jeff can uh, get some Get some and catch a can. Down yeah. Catch a can. Grow that out, Jeff. There. Yeah. Grow Jeff nice. out the beard. Yeah. Um, thank you, Alaska, for listening. Emily, thanks for joining us today. Yep. Um, once again, if you're listening to this, you yeah. got nothing going on tonight. If you're listening on Monday night, we do have the live podcast tonight. Come out, have a um, be there. Have a pint, you know, support the BHA, get support Alaska ticket, Wild Project. Win a float. Yeah, there's a lot of good winnings out there. A lot of good winnings. Buy a hoodie, buy some stickers. We'll have it all out there. Yep. Thank you, Alaska. We appreciate you. Thanks for listening. And as always, stay wild. You remember my speaking to you of what I call your overcautiousness. Are you not overcautious when you assume that you cannot do what the enemy is constantly doing? The Alaska Wild Project podcast is brought to you by the following sponsors. Barney's Sports Chalet, supplying hunters with the best hand-selected gear since 1963. The exclusive home of Frontier Gear, built for the rugged Alaskan terrain. Your one-stop shop for all your outdoor needs. Visit Barney's today at 906 West Northern Lights. Arbor Digital, the forefront of digital assets, cryptocurrencies, and wealth management. Providing a low-cost, research-based investment strategy for Alaskans looking to invest their hard-earned money. Visit arborcapital.io today to put your money to work. Tailored Restoration 24-Hour Emergency Home Services. Helping Alaskans restore their dreams since 1972. Services include fire, water, mold, post-emergency cleaning, repair, and remodeling. Give them a call in Anchorage, Eagle River, Matsu, or Fairbanks. Hit them up at tailoredrestorationalaska.com.
Total Truck and Alaska Overlander, Alaska's premier supplier for custom automotive accessories and overlanding products, providing all-inclusive rental vehicles and trailers custom outfitted to explore the Alaskan backcountry with a unique and convenient traveling experience. Serrano's Mexican Grill, two locations, one on Tudor, one on Northern Lights. The Northern Lights location has their new tequila bar. Check it out. Also see their daily specials at serranosmexicangrill.com. TheTreeHouseAK.com, located at 341 Boniface Parkway, Alaska's own and grown cannabis and CBD store. Ask the bud tender what the strain of the day is to get your 10% off. The Treehouse, where the culture lives. The Connoisseur Lounge, Alaska's premier locally owned and operated cannabis retailer, located in the heart of Palmer, Alaska. Their cultivated products include Snowcap Romance, Aurora Haze, Super Glue, and much more. Find them at theconnoisseurlounge.net. AKO Farms, located in Sitka, Alaska, built from the ground up with concentrates as their single motivation, with exclusive products such as their sugar wax, full spectrum diamond sauce cards, and more. Ask your local bud tender about AKO. Marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit forming and addictive. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under the influence. There are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana. For the use of only by adults 21 and older, keep out of the reach of children, and marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding. The Bait Shack. Located on Ship Creek upstream of the bridge. Can't miss the bright red shack. They're the go-to fishing gear rental and guide service on Ship Creek. Tight lines and fish on. Come hook into the action with them. Hit them up at thebaitshackak.com. Snow Pro AK, your snow and ice management company specializing in business and residential properties. They know what it takes to keep your property presentable and safe. Give them a call for a free estimate at 280-7098 or visit lawnproak.com. Double Shovel Cider Company, located off of Arctic and 58th, handcrafted Alaskan-made colonial ciders. They also have a tap room downtown on the corner of 5th and E. Stop by today and taste an award-winning cider. The Alaska chapter of Backcountry Hunters and Anglers. BHA is the voice of our Alaskan public lands, waters, and wildlife. Their goal is to uphold our hunting and fishing legacy while keeping our public lands wild. Stand up today and join BHA at backcountryhunters.org. Should you not claim to be at least his equal in prowess and act upon the claim? I say try. If we never try, we shall never succeed. This proposition is a simple truth and is too important to be lost sight of for a moment. We cannot beat the enemy where he now is. We never can. It is all easy if our troops march as well as the enemy. And it is unmanly to say they...